We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. Now, to introduce today's game, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Hi, everybody. I'm Toby Rowland. We continue to listen back to some of the greatest moments and most entertaining radio broadcasts in Sooner history. Today, with the help of our friends at Learfield IMG College, we go back to May 22, 2014. It had been an up-and-down first year of the Pete Hughes era with OU baseball. Sheldon Noisy, Colby Carpenter, Craig Aiken, Austin O'Brien, and the crew had provided plenty of highlights throughout the year. But their postseason lives were on the line as they faced an elimination game in the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City. After falling to OSU in the tourney opener, the Sooners had their backs against the wall and had to deal with highly ranked Texas Tech to stay alive. And after the top of the first inning, the task looked insurmountable. But this game is a classic for a reason. How about some baseball? Enjoy this listen back to the 2014 Big 12 Tournament matchup between the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. First pitch to Stephen Smith is on its way. It's a fastball strike. First pitch at 12.33, 86 miles an hour on the gun, and we're underway. Smith, the right fielder, right-handed hitter. The 0-1 is outside. Not your conventional leadoff guy. He's kind of a stocky little fella. Smith batting 293 on the year with a home run and 19 driven in. But he does have a team-high 34 walks. Very patient hitter. And he takes a breaking ball for a strike, one and two. Well, unlike yesterday when Jake Elliott fell behind, the Cowboy leadoff man Sawyer Saxon and ended up walking him. Evans jumps in front. The one-two is fouled straight back to me and over my head. Oh, that was close. Was right at my window. You know, it's, it's one of the unique things about Bricktown Ballpark is that ball hit above the press box. Toby, that ricocheted all the way down to the first row behind home plate. 
Evans 1-2 to Smith again. He's grounded up the middle. Lorenzana ranging to his left. Has it eat him up into shallow center field. It goes. Hector may have tweaked something there as he's hopping around as if he maybe rolled an ankle. And that will be an error. The first batter of the game. Not a good start. We'll keep an eye on Hector just following up. Looks like he's moving around okay. There's not quite that drop-off like we see in Norman, Toby, from the back of the infield to the outfield, but there's a slight little slope, and Hector just caught that odd. He looks to be okay, though. Can't give these guys extra outs. Here's Bryant Burleson, the second baseman. In on the grass is noisy. Burleson bunts it right side, fielded by Evans, spins, throws to Aiken. He threw it by him, and down the right field line. Smith on to third, Burleson on to second. And two errors on the first two batters of this game. Josh Ake was covering from his second base position. And I don't know, the error I'm sure will be on Evans. It was it was toward the dugout side of the bag. And so there was going to be a collision. And as Ake reached for it, the ball, his glove, and the runner all arrived at the same time. And the ball just clipped off the glove and headed right down the line. So second and third, nobody out for Texas Tech. And it seemed it seemed as if Ake was just a step, maybe a beat slow getting to first. And I think when Jacob had to pause a little bit, Toby, that led to the somewhat errant throw. So not necessarily the diagram you would lay out for a successful first inning for the Sooners. And here is the dangerous Tyler Nesloni. Left fielder, two for three yesterday against Texas with two walks. He was on four times. Left-handed hitter, and the first pitch is outside. It hops out of the glove of Anthony Hermelin. So Jacob Evans has given up a ground ball and a bunt. And the Red Raiders have second and third, nobody out. Talk about a discouraging start. Nesloni riding a 17-game hit streak into this one. He's reached base safely 29 straight times in 29 straight games. The 1-0 is a strike on the outside corner. During this 17-game hit streak, Nesloni batting 393. In that series against the Sooners, he went 6-for-12 with two home runs. One to right field, one to left field. Leading hitter for the Red Raiders at 397 on the year, although he doesn't have enough attempts to qualify among the league leaders. Pitch is high, 2-1. and one. If he did, he would win the batting title this year. But he played only 36 games for Tech. Two balls, one strike. The pitch. Line shot to third. Past Sheldon Noisy into foul territory. Into score Smith. Everybody's safe. We'll see how they score that. That might be a hit because that was a rocket that Noisy tried to backhand and couldn't make the play. The Sooners need to go back into the dugout, exchange mitts with everyone, and come back out again. It's 1-0 Texas Tech. First and third, still nobody out for Eric Gutierrez, and that has been ruled error. an error. Wow. So three straight errors to start this game. 1-0 Red Raiders. Gutierrez, 12 home runs on the year. He takes a strike. That was the toughest error. Noisy's mad at himself at third. That was a hot shot, but he didn't come up with it cleanly. The pitch is inside to Gutierrez, 1-1. One one. Gutierrez was 0-5 last night, which makes him extra dangerous today. A 316 hitter on the year with 
55 RBI, and he had 10 of those runs batted in in the OU series alone in Lubbock. 10, including three home runs. There's a ball inside. Two and one. Toby, they've now changed that ruling from an error to the to a hit. Just, I like that yeah, better. I think that's a little bit of a better call. So a hit for Nesloni. First and third, nobody out. The 2-1 to Gutierrez is ripped down the left field line. Fair ball. In to score, Burleson. On to third, Nesloni. The throw is not in time. In to second, Gutierrez with an RBI double. It's 2-0 Texas Tech. And couldn't ask for a worse start. Air, air, RBI hit, RBI double, second and third, nobody out. Or Adam Kirsch. Kirsch, the DH today, the Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. And here comes Jamie Pinzino for an early visit to, I would imagine, a very frustrated Jacob Evans. You know, the, the challenge for Jacob Evans is to overcome situations like this. Of course, part of this is his own doing with the error on the throw over to first. Toby, I think back to the Texas game. He had an inning that they should have been out of, but a couple of errors, including what was a dropped pop-up that wasn't ruled an error in uh, in what I believe was the fourth inning against Texas. You had the strike that wasn't called against Oklahoma State. Jacob has uh, definitely got a great future here at the University of Oklahoma. He is uh, a lively arm, but having to overcome some of these adverse situations has been a big challenge for him in 2014. 2-0 Tech, second and third, nobody out, top of the first. Here's Kirsch meeting on the mounds over. Kirsch, a 303 hitter with nine homers. And he looks at a fastball inside, too far, ball one. 19 doubles on the year for Kirsch, tied with teammate Bryant Burleson for team high honors. And league high honors. The 1-0. Hangs high, ball two. Two errors officially today for OU. That gives them now 88 on the year. The 2-0 to Kirsch, swing and a miss. Sooners will be facing left-hander Chris Sadbury when they get to grab the bats. Evans ready for the 2-1. Here it comes. Fastball called strike inside corner. 2-2. Two two. Texas Tech, by their standards, have been in a bit of a slump offensively over the last couple of weeks. We mentioned all the runs they've scored, leading the league in that category, but they've scored four or fewer runs in eight of the last nine games. 2-2. Two two. Grounded, left side, Noisy has it. Run will score. He'll throw to first, but he throws it wild. That'll be air number three. Noisy thought for a second about trying to get Gutierrez, who headed to third. Then realized he couldn't get to him, so he threw late to first and threw too high. This is just a mess right now. Three-nothing Red Raiders. Three airs in the inning. First and third, nobody out. And Matt Broadbent will bat. 
You hit a noisy kicking thing. Yeah. Third. He's he's frustrated with himself. He knows you made a mistake. And you you hit it right on the head. He got caught between trying to get Gutierrez and throw the runner out at first. Broadbent swings and misses. Foul tips it at the plate. He had no chance at Gutierrez because um, third base was unoccupied. There was no sooner there to get him into a rundown with. So and he realized that. He thought, well, I better hurry and rush the throw. The 0-1 is a breaking ball outside. Matt Broadbent, I don't think we saw him in the series out in Lubbock. He's a freshman from Cypress, Texas. 219 hitter. No home runs, 11 driven in. Did not play last night. Red Raiders were here very late last night. That Texas game didn't end until after 11 o'clock. 1-1. Popped him up on the infield. Foul territory. Carpenter in front of the Tech dugout. Has it, and there's one away. One out. Runners stay at first and third. But you were saying it's Hanley. It's not the latest you've seen a team leave here, though, after the evening session, right? No, we had had one year. I don't remember if it was day one or day two, but a game didn't start until after 10 o'clock. Ended in in the next morning hours for sure. What stinks is if you lose that game. Then you got to turn around and play again early the next day. The pitch to Conley is a strike. This guy's got wheels, and he killed the Sooners with the bunt in Lubbock. Conley, a 355 career hitter against OU. He was 8 for 13, though, in that series in Lubbock. 8 for 13. Several of those eight hits, bunt hits. Noisy, a couple of steps inside the bag at third, just in case. Time is called. An error on Lorenzana, an error on Evans, a single by Neslonia, a double by Gutierrez, an error on Noisy, and a pop-out. has gotten us to this point. 3-0 Red Raiders top of the first as Evans throws to first. Hard guy to double up here, Devin Conley, center fielder. Evans throws to first again. Texas Tech does not run much, just 25 stolen bases on the year. And they are not very good against the run game. The 0-1 is, well, he shows bunt, but he pulls it back and takes it high. One ball, one strike. Oklahoma scored three in the top of the first yesterday and lost. They remember that well, so... See if Evans can stem the tide right here. The pitch shows Bunt takes a strike. Hermelin hops out from behind home plate and fakes a throw down to third. Gutierrez hustles back to the bag. Gutierrez and Mac James got into it in Lubbock. Gutierrez, third home run of the weekend. He stared at it a bit longer than Mac, who was catching, thought he should have. And when Gutierrez came home, Mac gave him a little piece of his mind. Pitches outside. It wasn't uh, overt. I mean, Mac still had his mask on. He was just standing up, and he must have said, hey, don't, you know, whatever he said to him. When Gutierrez <laughs> came to home plate, Gutierrez wheeled around and got in Mac's face, and people came in to break him up. It was dramatic. The 2-2 is fouled back. What I remember most about that is it was the third game of the series. Tech had won the first two. They're up by 10 in the last. Mac James comes to bat, potentially the final out in a run rule. And there was an elderly man sitting to my right, had to be in his 80s, who 
was imploring the Texas Tech pitcher to hit Mack in the head. Thought that was pretty nice. Hit him in the head, he yelled. The 2-2 is outside, 3-2. and two. Good sportsmanship yeah. with that double-digit <laughs> run lead, right? Hey, hit, him, hit him in the head. Toby, they adjusted another one of the errors. I don't know if it was maybe the uh, first play at yeah. short or what, but they've uh, they've taken another error off the board for yeah, Oklahoma right. and given Tech a hit. Got to be. The throw is an obvious error on both Noisy and, yeah. and Jacob. 3-2 is fouled straight back. All right, so three runs, three hits. And I could probably, if I can figure this out, try to figure out exactly what ruling they've made here. They've actually given the uh, hit by Kirsch that Noisy threw away a hit. Line drive left field in Mac James. He makes a running catch, chest high. Gutierrez tags. There'll be no throw. He'll score. And it's 4 nothing on a sack fly RBI by Conley. So... They gave the throw by Noisy a hit? Okay. it's interesting. Yep, yep. They said Kirsch singles to third base. Nobody advanced after the throw. They're going to say, I guess, that they thought Kirsch would have beat it out anyways. No error on Noisy. And Kirsch gets an RBI on that. 4 nothing Red Raiders. Runner at first. Two outs for Tyler Floyd, the eighth batter in this first inning. Throw to first. Floyd, the catcher, sophomore from Stephenville, Texas. He went to McLennan Community College. 240 hitter, no home runs, eight driven in. Fly ball to right field should end the inning. Hunter Haley is there. He's got it. The side is retired, but a painful top of the first for OU. Texas Tech scores four on three hits. There were two errors. Sooners coming to bat for the first time when we come back. They're down four zip. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. This classic Sooner broadcast is brought to you in part by Buick and GMC. Buick and GMC, we're here to help. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. The best chicken finger meals are served hot, fast, and fresh just for you. And that is exactly what you get at Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Restaurants are open and ready to serve you through drive-thru or takeout. One love. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. On the infield, Matt Broadbent's their third baseman. Tim Proudfoot at short. Bryant Burleson at second. Eric Gutierrez at first. Tyler Floyd behind the dish. And left-hander Chris Sadbury on the mound. A junior from Holiday, Texas. Sadbury started against OU in Lubbock, went seven and a third innings, gave up nine hits, four runs. He struck out four and walked three. Sadbury has allowed two or fewer runs in 10 of his 13 starts this year. He's a left-hander, and he will face Aiken Lawrence on in Noisy, and the Sooners working out of a hole here early today. They're down 4 nothing. Pete Hughes, before he took his third base coach's uh position, if you will, had a conversation with Josh Ake about the job he did covering first, and then gave Jacob Evans a little pat on the knee and a reaffirming way to pitch it. So, uh, obviously feeling like he got a decent performance from his pitcher, just needs some help around him with the defense in that first inning, Toby. Pretty good guy to try to start a rally here. Craig Aiken, four for five yesterday with a run scored on a career-high 10-game hit streak. 
Over those 10 games, Aiken batting 500, 22 for 44. Second team all Big 12 selection. Bats from the left side against the left-handed throwing Sadbury, who throws him a strike. Thirty-one first-inning pitches for Evans. Swing and a miss by Aiken. 0-2. Red Raiders have been a pretty good defensive team this year. Only 44 errors on the year. Especially up the middle. Burleson and Proudfoot, very good. Swing and a miss. Three pitches, he strikes out Aiken. One away. Hector Lorenzana batting in the two-hole for the third straight game. He was 0 for 4 yesterday against the Cowboys. Hector hitting 264 on the year. One home run and 26 driven in. It's the third straight game. We have seen no Taylor Alspaugh in the lineup. Line shot right field. It's a base hit. Over the leaping glove of Bryant Burleson. And the Sooners have their first base runner of the day. Burleson and Proudfoot, slick defenders at second and short, but they're both mighty mites. And Hector was able to get that over his glove. A little taller second baseman would have had that one. Here's Noisy, the Big 12 freshman of the year, who was two for five yesterday with an RBI and two runs scored. You heard the pretty amazing remarks by Tim Tadlock in the pregame show as Noisy takes a strike. He said he talked to one of his fellow Big 12 coaches who said he feels like by the time he's done, Noisy will be the best right-handed hitter this conference has ever had. Think about that. The 0-1. Fly ball to center field. Easy play for Devin Conley. Back two steps, and there's two away. Lauren's on at first with two down for Mac James. We will be keeping an eye today on... Your hometown of Tulsa, Chris. Tulsa Country Club. The Sooner women begin round three of four in the NCAA championships. They are yet to tee off. But Oklahoma in the lead at the halfway point by three shots over Duke. By five on Arizona State, and they go down from there. First pitch to Mack. Fly ball, center field. In Conley. It'll be a quick bottom of the first. He's got it. Sooner's got a hit, but leave a man. Not a good start today. 4-0 Tech. Elimination game two of the day. Kansas is already headed home. Baylor beat them here 4-3. And the Red Raiders off to an early start. Evans back out there for inning number two. Jacob with his typical mid-inning routine. Toby, left arm, left elbow, I guess I should say, with a towel wrapped around it. The only addition, a cold rag. A little bit warm, as you might imagine, is... Temps in the high 80s, maybe even the 90s. In fact, mid-90s is what it feels like down on the field. So Evans, a little bit of a cool rag between innings and also a little extra rosin because he was sweating so much on his left forearm that he added as well as he heads back to the mound for the second. Nine-hole hitter Tim Proudfoot leads off. Shortstop, first pitch swinging, fly ball, center field, shallow center, Aiken in, camps under it. And there's one away, one pitch, one out. It was a seven-pitch bottom of the first for Sadbury, who faced four hitters. Back to the top of the order for the Red Raiders, Stephen Noe Smith. Reached on the Lorenzana error and came around to score in that first. 
Evans' first pitch shows bunt, takes a strike. Well, Jacob's task now, fill up the strike zone and hope your bats come alive. Sooners have swung the bats pretty well of late. The 0-1. That's a strike, 0-2 with an off-speed pitch. Change up at 68. Tim Tadlock, the head coach, is coaching at third for Texas Tech. The 0-2 is a called strike three on the inside corner. You got him looking. Strikeouts brought to you as always today by Fowler Volkswagen of Norman. You now have a choice. Two away. Two quick outs for Evans here in the second. Dimensions here in Bricktown, 325 down the left field line. 350 to straightaway left field. Then it juts out where the Sooner bullpen is today, all the way to 415 in the deepest part of the ballpark, far left center field. Straightaway center's 400, right center's 377. Then you got the Texas Tech bullpen beyond the right field wall. And down the right field line, a big wall at 325. Easier to hit it out of here to left than right. For a couple of reasons. The wind's blowing that way, and you got the shorter wall in left field. Brian Burleson walks down to talk to Tim Tadlock, and now he's back in, and he takes a first pitch strike. Burleson reached on the air by Jacob Evans in the first inning, and he came around to score. Strike two. Jacob has thrown nothing but strikes here in the second inning. By the way, only one of the four runs of the scored was earned in that first inning. The 0-2, just outside. These two teams met. Here's the 1-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. We'll pick up that story when we come back. One, two, three, go the Red Raiders in the second. Two strikeouts in the frame for Jacob Evans. We've played an inning and a half. It's 4 nothing, Red Raiders. Glad you've joined us for Sooner Baseball on this Thursday afternoon. Oklahoma trying to make this not the last day of their 2014 season. An elimination game in the Big 12 tournament. Tough start, though. They trailed 4 nothing as we go to the bottom of the second. Toby Rowland with you. Chris Plank down on the field. And it will be Stoney who starts us off here in the bottom of two. First pitch to O'Brien is fouled back. Sooner swinging early, aggressive against Sadbury, who threw just seven pitches in the first. O'Brien one for three with two walks yesterday against the Cowboys. He was on three times. Scored a run. Swing and a foul tip of the plate, 0-2. Four runs on three hits for the Red Raiders. One run, excuse me, no runs, one hit, two errors for the Sooners. And the 0-2 to O'Brien is high. Two games after this one today, both winner's bracket games. Immediately following this will be West Virginia taking on TCU. The 1-2 is grounded, high chopper up the middle. Burless in the second baseman, waits for the hop, throws, and got him. One away. Then the late game tonight will be the top seed Oklahoma State and Texas. Anthony Hermelin digs in. Before the break, I was going to say, these two teams played one of the most famous games in this event's history. The very first Big 12 tournament championship game featured these two teams. First, team, first pitch to Hermelin is inside. 
and it was won by OU. You know the final score of that game, Chris? It was fairly high scoring, right? Fairly. 19 to 17. <laughs> 19 to 17. The 1-0 is the strike. Uh, need I mention that would be pre-BB Corps? Way pre-BB Corps. Wow, 19 to yeah. 17. That's, How long was the game? Five hours? We're all out of pitchers. Good luck to you. The 1-1 to Herm is a check swing. Pitch was low. Ball two. Sadbury, 92-mile-an-hour fastball. He can get it up there pretty good. Anthony, two for five with an RBI yesterday. The pitch is swung on and missed. Two and two. First 40-win season for Tech since 0-2. Pretty amazing to me, anyway, that they will be going to the tournament this year for the first time in 10 years. Pitches low, 3-2. and two. Texas Tech's had some pretty good baseball teams. You know, they play good ball out there in Lubbock. It seems like that they have been better than that. But they have not been to the tournament since 2004. The full count pitch to Hermelin is inside, and he walked him. Second base runner for the Sooners. First walk on the day for Sadbury. And that'll bring Hunter Haley to the dish. Sooner baseball brought to you by Walden Cleaners, the quality and service you're looking for in your neighborhood cleaners since 1933. Visit WaldenCleaners.com today for more information. Hunter one for three with two walks. He was aboard three times yesterday. He also had an RBI. Batting 294, six home runs, 31 driven in. Lefty versus lefty looks at a first pitch strike. Sadbury threw him a changeup at 78. Wind blowing out again today, two left. Chris, not as hard as yesterday, though. Right? No, not even close to it. The 0 1 is low and away. I think two things happen there. One, harder to hit it out to left, but still you get help if you get it above the stadium. And two, right field comes into play if you turn on one. Because yesterday it was knocking everything down to right field. Here's the 1-1. That is hit sharply at second. Caught by Burleson. Throws to first. Not in time. Hermelin called safe. Sooners might have got a break there. We'll see if we can get a look at the replay. But that looked by the naked eye to me like they got Hermelin on the double play there. And there's two away. Rocket off the bat of Haley. No, he was safe. Rocking off the bat of Haley, but right at Burleson. Two outs for Colby Carpenter. Colby 0 for 3 with a walk yesterday. Playing first base today, second base yesterday, and he looks at a fastball outside. 4-0 Red Raiders. We're in the bottom of the second. Sooner's got a big early hill to climb. Foul tip at the plate, one and one. With last night's loss, Texas Tech has now lost their opening game of this event six straight times. They're not very good in the opener, in other words. The one-one outside. Texas beat them eight to three, by the way, here last night.
Colby trying to keep a ignite a two-out rally, and he looks at ball three. Josh Ake would be next. Carpenter had a home run against Texas Tech in Lubbock. That Sunday game with the wind blowing out at 40 miles an hour plus. That was something else, man. The pitch, swing and a miss, three and two. I mean, it was a steady 40 gusting above 50 with the sky gradually turning from blue to brown. And by the time the game ended, everything was just caked in dust. Runner goes, 3-2 is hit into right field, but in comes Steven Smith. He's got it head high, and the inning is over. For the second straight inning, the Sooners put a runner on, but leave him there. We head to the third. It's 4-0 Red Raiders. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic, brought to you in part by Metroplex Electric, we can be your electrician. The One Pass and Kids Club membership gives you general admission access to all OU home baseball, women's basketball, men's and women's gymnastics, soccer, volleyball, and wrestling events, plus non-conference men's basketball and select softball games. Visit Soonersports.com for more information on the One Pass and Kids Club membership. Loves travel stops, clean places, friendly faces. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. On to the third here at Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark in downtown Oklahoma City. Sooners trailing Texas Tech 4-0. The Red Raiders with just one earned run in the first inning, but uh, it's been enough. Jacob Evans shut him down 1-2-3. Jacob took a little bit more time. Heading out to the mound, waited for Anthony Hermelin, who was on base, to get his equipment on. So probably a little bit of a delayed start here to the top of the third inning. Also, the heat pretty excessive down here on the field. So extra cold towels, extra ice, extra water, everything you might imagine. And then obviously extra shade. You might be able to tell not quite the rambunctious attendance that we had here last night for the OU-OSU game. Crowd a little bit smaller and... Obviously, finding shade, not many sitting in the sun. For the most part, the fans are tucked up under the mezzanine, uh, under the awning. So uh, not a great crowd here for this first game for Oklahoma, the second game of the day, elimination game for OU and Texas Tech, but most of the fans that are here hiding under the shade. Toby? They're all listening in their offices right Absolutely. now. It's a Thursday afternoon. People are at work. Here's Tyler Nesloni to start us off. First pitch is high and inside for a ball. Nesloni singled past the glove of Sheldon Noisy back in the first inning. Drove in a run and scored one. Ground ball foul. As always, we'd love to hear from you Sooner fans, Sooner baseball fans who have been with us all year. Now game 57 of the season here today. The 1-1 is inside. Sooner fans, relatives, friends around the country. You can tweet us at OU on the air. Let us know where you're listening to Sooner Baseball from on this Thursday afternoon. 2-1 is inside, ball three. That's at OU on the air. Hopefully you follow us there already. Get all the latest updates on Sooner broadcast schedules and other interesting information at OU on the air. It's the OU Outreach Inbox. 3-1 is hit to right field. Back goes Hunter Haley. Long run. Still on the run. Looks up. It's over his head, and it's off the wall. Nesloni into second. He's going to stop there with a double. Tyler Nesloni is for Texas Tech. 
what Gage Green is for Oklahoma State. Oh, you can't get him out. He's two for two today. The OU Outreach Inbox, OU Outreach provides degrees for working adults. Check us out at outreach.ou.edu. Gutierrez. I told you it was dangerous that Eric went 0 for 5 yesterday against Texas. He starts out today with a double, an RBI, and a run scored in that four-run first inning. And he bats with Nesloni at second, nobody out in the third. Shows bunt, does, bunts it foul. Trying to drag it down the third baseline. Noisy was well back of the bag. That would have caught him by surprise had Gutierrez been successful, but that was not the greatest bunt attempt I've ever seen. I'm sure the Sooners more than happy to see Eric Gutierrez try to bunt his way aboard. 12 home runs on the year and a 319 average. The 0-1, breaking balls, a strike, 0-2. New set of baseballs for our home plate umpire. Gutierrez today starting his 114th straight game. That is reliability. The 0-2 is a little bit low. With that first inning double, he is now 7 for 13 against the Sooners this year with 11 runs batted in. In three games and two innings. 11. The 1 2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out that time, though. Pulled the string on him. It's a Fowler Volkswagen strikeout. There's one away. That's the third strikeout in the last four batters for Jacob Evans. And Adam Kirsch will bat. Sooner Baseball brought to you by your neighborhood Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores. Brahms has more in store for you. That sounds good today. I could go for some of those uh, dipping dots today, Chris. I know they got those here at the ballpark. It's, it's the ice cream of the future, you know, Chris. Absolutely. The pitch to Kirsch is a strike. How long has it been the ice cream of the future is uh, what I want to know. 25 years. <laughs> Kirsch singled on a play that was originally called an error on Sheldon Noisy. The 0-1 is a strike 0-2. We have to check into the official scorekeeper's relationship to Sheldon Noisy. A couple of plays in the first inning that initially went as errors. Both were changed to hits. I'm sure Sheldon appreciates. One of them, uh, I agree with one of them. I'm not so sure. Time is called. The official score has an unenviable job, though, because all we do is second-guess them every day. You, and you usually, nope. in Big 12 case, have two SIDs that might be questioning you from each side. The 0-2 is low. Nobody ever gets to the end of a baseball game and goes, you know what? That was a really well-scored game. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're doing it yourself. How about that official yeah. score tonight? Hey, right? He was money. Yeah. 4 nothing Red Raiders, top of the third. Runner at second, one out. The 1-2 from Evans to Kirsch. Here it comes. Popped him up. Shallow right field. Hunter Haley is there. He comes in a few steps, squeezes it. Tagging Nesloni. The throw to third is offline, and Nesloni coasts in. Pulled Noisy down the third baseline toward home plate a bit. So two outs, Nesloni at third. And Matt Broadbent was 0 for 1. 
Tina Cunningham has tweeted us, Chris, listening to Toby and Plank from my office in Nowata. Thank you, Tina. Been a regular all year. We appreciate that. Boomer Sooner to you. First pitch to Broadbent is a fastball outside. Only one knock on Tina, Toby. She may be a Texas Tech alum. There may oh, is that be right? some Red Raider blood in there, just saying. I think that's one of those house divided. Okay. The 1-0. Fouled back this way and to Ooh, our right. I'm glad that, that was close. One, well, that was that was to my right, and I'm glad that one wasn't any closer because that was moving. So you know Tina. Yeah, Tina's in Tulsa, just outside of Tulsa. Okay. So she is. Uh, so you're saying that uh, she's she's dipping in on our broadcast, right, wearing right. Red Raider gear. There, there's that possibility that mm. could be happening. One one, foul back. One and two. Maybe we can win her over. How she about that? she may Toby go by the uh, at, handle of yeah. Tech Tina at Tech Tina. Oh yeah. two, that one kind of gives it away, doesn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm quite the investigative reporter. We're, we're trying we're trying to turn her though. We can see if we can make that happen. Runner at third, two outs. The one-two is inside, and he hit him. He hit him on a one-two pitch. That is the 13th time Jacob Evans has hit a batter this year. So first and third now with two outs. Jacob's consistently been doing a little uh, landscaping at the front of the mound, and I don't know if he's not happy with where he's landing or how he's landing. Oh, but man, I wish he wouldn't have brought that up. He's, he's been working on that quite a bit. Why? why well, why? if the Sooners lose today, I believe that's in my future this weekend. Oh, it is. Landscaping. <laughs> Mowing. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Come on, Sooners. Rally. First pinch to Devin Conley is a strike. Watch out. This guy laid down. I'm warning you. First and third, two outs. Noisy is a couple more. of steps behind the bag, and obviously Colby Carpenter holding the runner at first. So. I'd feel more comfortable if Sheldon would come into the grass. The 0-1, a called strike, 0-2, and, and Conley did not show bunt either time, and now Sheldon will back up a few more steps. Evans gave up a leadoff double here in the third. Got the strikeout, the flyout, trying to end this inning unscathed. The 0-2 to Conley. Popped him up on the infield. Back Lawrence on a shallow center. He's under it. He's got it, and the inning is over. Well done, Jake. Red Raiders strand two. We head to the bottom of the third. Still early. It's 4-0 Tech. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. When the Craven hits, Wingstop delivers. Because nothing's better than our wings in 11 mouth-watering, soul-satisfying flavors. Go boneless, go classic, go lemon pepper or spicy Korean Q. Whatever you choose, you'll be satisfied. Go to Wingstop.com now and get it delivered right to your door. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. You're listening to another Sooner Classic, brought to you in part by AT&T, America's best network. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. The animated fuel pump is on the field. 4-0 Red Raiders as we go to the bottom of the third inning. It'll be Aiken and Lorenzana do up for the Sooners. Chris, we need some life down there in the Sooner dugout. Yeah, right now a little bit down, but they're getting some confidence from the way that Jacob Evans has pitched the last couple of innings. Got himself out of a mini jam that I guess you could say is somewhat self-created whenever he hit a batter with a 1-2 pitch. But, again, a very positive vibe, Coach Pete Hughes. Every time he's come back out to his third-base coach's box, credit to J Jacob for the job that he's doing, hitting the strike zone. Jamie Pinzino with... 
conversations with him between innings. In fact, Jacob sitting with Anthony Hermlin on the back of the bench right now. So there's some confidence that's being derived from the way that Jacob Evans has rallied and this defense has rallied after a tough first inning. First at bat for Ake. First pitch strike from Sadbury Jr., Reddington, New Jersey. Josh Ake did not play yesterday. He's a 197 hitter. Right-handed stick. The 0-1. Fouled back. 0-2. Somebody left a net in this uh, visiting broadcast booth on a pole. So I got it here ready now, just in case. Last game of the, you got it. Could be the last game of the season. I am 0 for the year. There's a ball to ache. In fact, I'm 0 for the last three years. That ends today. 1-2 and two to Joshua Ake. Sadbury's pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Second strikeout for Sadbury. I think about everyone in the stadium looked back at the scoreboard, including the third base umpire, to see what the mile per hour was on that. That thing was moving. 91. Was 91. 91, yeah. Mercy can help you do more of what you love. Go to mercy.net slash performance to learn how. Mercy, a proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Craig Aiken was the other strikeout back in the top of the first inning. Shows bunt, pulls it back, takes a strike. Craig, four for six in the tournament. 0 for 1 today. Ball one, low and away. Third baseman Matt Broadbent in on the cutout. Toes nearly touching the grass. Even with the bag at first, it's Gutierrez. One ball, one strike to Craig Aiken. Swings and fouls it back. One and two. Neither bullpen has moved in this game, despite the four-run first for OU. Certainly Sadbury. No reason to cause the Tech bullpen to move. A slap to the left side. Shortstop Proudfoot has it. Throws high, and Aiken beats it out. I'm not sure. You know, they're going to say Gutierrez was pulled off the bag. So that'll be an error. First error on the Red Raiders, and let's see if the Sooners can make a pay for that. Speed aboard for Hector Lorenzana, who has the only hit today for OU. Hector Awaits the first pitch from Chris Sadbury. Here it comes. It's a strike. Kind of a hot, stagnant day, and Sooner fans that are here waiting for something to cheer about. Aiken at first, one out. The 0-1 is outside. Beautifully manicured playing surface here in Bricktown. All-natural grass. Home of, of course, the AAA affiliate of the Houston Astros now, the Oklahoma City Redhawks. The 1-1. Swing and a miss. Lorenzana late on a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. Next year will be up the turnpike. The home of the Tulsa Drillers. One Oak Field in Tulsa. They're very excited to host the 2015 Big 12 Championships. And then back here in 16. 1-2, line down the right field line, slicing. It is a foul ball. Aiken was on the run there. That could have been 
good things for OU. Hector could have dumped it in fair territory, but he sliced it foul, and the count is one ball and two strikes. Toby, we talked about it a little bit yesterday in our ex extended pregame with Bob Berta. The Tulsa Drillers in a contingent down, including their general manager, Mike Malega, the Tulsa Sports Commission as well, too. And as uh, Mr. Berta told us, that was to see the bar that the Oklahoma City Redhawks had set. I feel like it's a very high bar for hosting next year and putting on a good show. The 1-2, swing, and a strikeout. Thought Hector might have got a piece of that because the ball got into the dirt, but they say he missed it. He's tagged out for out number two. Third strikeout for Sadbury. Sheldon Noisy will bat. Sheldon 0 for 1. He flied out to center first time up. Got a tweet from our buddy uh, Greg OU Baseball. You got the zip line if there is no baseball, Toby, this weekend. He's watching from right under our window. Listening, I would assume, as well. Thank you, Greg. Throw to first. He's referring to the uh, zip line that opens this weekend, Chris, across the Oklahoma River here in downtown Oklahoma City. I think it opens Saturday. Oh, boy. If you're mm -hmm. a thrill seeker, there you go. I feel confident, though, that there's a weight limit on that zip line that I probably am not qualifying for right now. Aiken takes off and Noisy fouls it into the crowd. No balls, one strike to the Big 12 freshman of the year. Be fun to try, though, maybe once to say you did it. I'm sure the boys would be all about oh, I'd it. love to try it. I'm yeah. telling you, though, that if there's a weight limit, I'm not, yeah, not going to let me on. We? Yeah, we're doomed. Yeah. No, I think Trevor and Peyton will no doubt be ziplining here very soon. <laughs> Dad will uh, hit the treadmill and maybe by the end of the summer can. By the way, Sheldon Noisy. <laughs> it's a funny story. Here's the 0-1 outside. Noisy was introduced at the pre-tournament luncheon as the Big 12 Freshman of the Year and the local television personality who was introducing him mispronounced his name his last name I believe he called him Noose I bet Sheldon gets that a lot or did he and did one of his teammates uh, who took the stage later said uh, to the TV personality by the way his name is Noisy you might want to get to know it he's kind of a big deal <laughs> throw to first uh, so one thing you always check when you're emceeing an event, yeah, well, right? How do you say it's this? It's an Oklahoma City television oh, personality. Boy, even worse. <laughs> yeah. Not good. I will protect the name of the uh, guilty. One and one to Noisy, two outs. Another throw to first, and Aiken's back in. Well, Sheldon could cut this deficit in half with one swing of the bat if he could get into one here. You could tweet us at OU on the air. Noisy awaits the 1-1. Here it comes. Runner goes. Pulled foul. One ball, two strikes. Noisy frustrated. He's been frustrated from the get-go in this game. He didn't like his defense in the top of the first. He flied out in one pitch in his first at bat. Felt like he should have hit one harder there. Noisy back in. Seven home runs. 31 extra base hits on the year. The pitch outside. You know, one of the things yesterday, Chris, is OU had 11 hits in that game, but they were all singles. Hard to put crooked numbers on the board when you're just hitting singles, you know? They need some extra base hits to pile up here if they're going to dig back out of this four-run hole. This guy can start it. The 2-2. Two -two. That's hit hard and foul to left and off of the facing of what used to be Coach's Restaurant. 
he squared that one up, but he pulled it out in front of a changeup. Good thing that didn't hit glass. Yeah, that, that might have left a mark on that ball. Wow. Straighten that up just a bit, Sheldon, and it's 4-2. to two. The 2-2 two -two from Sadbury. Here it comes. Reaches for it and pops it up. First base side. Back Gutierrez and Burleson. It's Burleson at foul territory who has it. And the inning is over. So for the third straight inning, the Sooners leave a man. We head to the fourth. It's 4-0, Texas Tech. Sooner fans, don't forget, tomorrow night, game one of the NCAA Super Regional. The defending national champion Oklahoma Sooner softball team opens play against Tennessee at 6 p.m. at Marita Hines Field. They'll play again at 4 o'clock on Saturday. If necessary, 7 o'clock Saturday night. Pitches a strike to Tyler Floyd to start the top of the fourth. Tickets are available, folks. They brought in extra seating last weekend for the regional. They got extra seating. It'll be a wild atmosphere. It'll be a lot of fun. Tickets are incredibly affordable. That ball's hit hard. Third baseline, fair. Into the corner it goes. This will be extra bases for Floyd. Digging it out down there. Mac James has a little bit of a hard time, but Floyd's not going to get greedy. And for the second straight inning, a leadoff double for the Red Raiders. Tyler Floyd's second double of the year. And Tim Proudfoot almost assuredly will be sacrificing here. Those tickets again, all session reserve tickets, $25. All session general admission, $20. That'll get you into every game. All session general admission for youth, OU students, and senior citizens, just $15. First pitch to Proudfoot, not bunting, takes a ball. You can get tickets by going to Soonersports.com, calling 325-2424 or... 800-456-GO-OU. I'll share those numbers again here momentarily. First, the one-ball, no-strike pitch to Tim Proudfoot. Floyd at second. Ball two. Again, you can order tickets at Soonersports.com by calling 405-325-2424 or 800-456-GO-OU. Single-game tickets will be sold at the box office beginning at 4.30 tomorrow. Should be a fun weekend for the Sooners as they try to get back to the Women's College World Series. Proudfoot fouls it back. Two and one the count. Evan stares in for the sign from Anthony Hermelin. Now he's got it. Looks at second. And the two one is bunted foul. Two and two. They are underway, by the way, at the Tulsa Country Club very early on. In fact, just two holes in for the Sooners. Round three of the NCAA Women's Golf Tournament. OU right now a two-shot lead over Duke. Two and two to Proudfoot. Evans kicks and fires, swings, grounds to short. Runner will advance. Lorenzana throws out Proudfoot. There's one out. Proudfoot moves the runner. And here's Stephen Smith. Smith 0 for 2. Did reach on an error and score back in that four-run first inning. Smith always kind of has that look about him like, yeah, I'd rather be somewhere else. <laughs> Good player, though. 
pitch it is low. Has the longer hair that kind of juts out of the back of his. Walks to the plate like, I guess if I have to. <laughs> I'll bat. And you're right, not your prototypical leadoff guy from numbers or stature either. One ball, no strikes. The pitch is inside. Throw down to third. Behind the runner, Floyd was a little bit higher. They might have had a play on it. Kermlin had been looking down there the last mm -hmm. couple of pitches. and Maybe Floyd was getting a little bit too far off. And you're right, Toby. If that throws more on the money, maybe they have a play. Smith, 6'1", 225. You're used to leadoff guys being built a little bit like Craig Aiken, you know, little speedsters. But he's got a really good eye and a really good on-base percentage. The 1-1 is grounded left side. This will score the run. In the hole, Hector Fields throws across his body and not in time. Good play, but Smith beat it out, an infield single, and it's 5-0 Red Raiders. RBI number 20 on the year for Smith. And unlike last inning, the leadoff double comes back to bite Jacob Evans. Five runs, six hits, one error for the Red Raiders. No runs, one hit, two errors for the Sooners. Bryant Burleson, throw to first. Another thing that's atypical about Smith is he doesn't run for leadoff guy. He's got one stolen base on the air. Burleson swings and misses, strike one. Five-nothing Red Raiders, top four. Burleson, 0 for 2, reached on an error and scored back in the first. A debacle of a first inning for Oklahoma today. Two errors, could have been four. Four runs scored, could have been more. The 0-1 is a strike, 0-2. And, Winner plays again at 7 o'clock tomorrow night in another elimination game against either Texas or Oklahoma State. Popped foul and into the stands down the first base side. Ty, the Sooner still photographer, nearly caught that with his $2,000 camera lens. <laughs> Ty's a fixture. He is everywhere. Mm -hmm. He was at golf yesterday and then came back here. Have you ever seen him with his hat on forwards? I have not. No. The 0-2 is just off the inside corner. Good pitch there. One ball, two strikes. Steven Smith at first. One out. The pitch just misses outside with a breaking ball. Two and two to Burleson. Nesloni on deck. The Sooner pin has more people in it now, but... They're all just quietly sitting on the bench out there. Nobody's up throwing. They're finding the only shade that is to be found out there. Swing and a miss. He strikes out Burleson. Fourth strikeout for Jacob. And there's two outs in the inning. Four Ks, no walks today. Only one of those first inning runs was earned. The run here in this inning was earned. Two of the five runs that have been scored. Here's Nazloni. Kind of a typical Jacob Evans start here today, Chris. Yeah, he's been pretty good, except for that one inning. Yep. Throw to first. Usually that inning would come about the fourth or the fifth, and unfortunately it was the first here it today. Came the first. 
Maybe you can settle in here and eat, a, eat up a bunch of innings. Here's Nesloni, two for two, a single, a double, the pitch. Fly ball center field. Craig Aiken drifting back and to his right. He's there. He's got it. Inning over. One run scores. One man left on. We march on to the bottom of the fourth in Bricktown. It's 5-0 Texas Tech. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic. Brought to you in part by, even in these uncertain times, your Oklahoma Chick-fil-A restaurants are here to serve you. Dining rooms are closed, but where possible, you can still order from the drive-thru, the Chick-fil-A app, or from DoorDash. Don't forget, you can still renew your 2020 OU football season tickets. Log into your account on Soonersports.com to view all of your renewal information. Or call or text the ticket office at 405-325-2424. Don't feel like getting out to buy groceries? Let Homeland deliver to your door. Visit HomelandStores.com for more details. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. 5-0 Texas Tech as we go to the bottom of the fourth, and we go down to Chris. Ryan Connolly, first base coach for the Sooners, pulled aside Hunter Haley and Craig Aiken. He has obviously seen something in the delivery for Texas Tech, so just giving a few tips to Hunter Haley and to Craig Aiken when they're on base of things to look for because it appears as if Conley, who's been the first base coach all season long for the Oklahoma Sooners, has seen something or at least noticed something in the delivery for Texas Tech that uh, he wants them to keep an eye on because it was basically him mimicking the leg lift as something to watch for for the Sooners in Sadsbury's delivery throughout the game. So uh, keep an eye on the Sooners maybe having an ability to get a better jump whenever they get their speedsters on base. Mac James leads off the bottom of the fourth inning for OU. He's 0 for 1. First pitch swinging, misses. Strike one. That's Chris Plank. He's at the end of the Sooner dugout in our Stevens Trucking dugout post. Stevens Trucking serving the trucking industry since 1979. The 0-1. I 1-1. Did I hear your voice on a TV commercial for those guys? Yes, yes. Thought I did. It was very, it was very late. Things were cloudy. <laughs> I thought, is that point? <laughs> the one-one, a little bit low. Two and one. The count to Mac. Appreciate Stevens Trucking and their support all season long and helping making this possible. It's been a blast. Now we need some runs. Mac 0 for six in the tournament so far. The pitch, fouled it back. There is uh, obviously a smattering of Sooner fans here, and uh, one of the few signs that was being held up was by the Mac James crew that simply said, we want a Mac attack, so we wouldn't mind that. We agree. The 2-2. Fly ball, left field, pretty deep. Back on it, Nesloni. Warning track at the wall. Reaches, and he's got it. Up against the wall for out number one. Hmm. Matt gave it a ride, but up against the wall, Nesloni made a catch. And there's one away. A loud out for Mac James. The closest the Sooners have come to a home run this week so far. Here's Austin O'Brien. Ground out to second, first time up, he takes a ball. Light tossing in the Sooner pin for Ralph Garza Jr. Haven't seen Ralph in a week. He's getting warmed up with Dylan Neal, who is the bullpen catcher today. 1-0 misses outside. That 
shot by Mack again was more of a line drive. Never got above stadium height. That's the key here. You got to get it up in the air with some power. The 2-0's outside, 3-0. Sadbury might have been rattled a bit by that long blast off the bat of James. Hasn't thrown a strike yet here to Austin. Kicks and fires the 3-0, and it is high, ball four. So a four-pitch walk. Second walk of the day for Sadbury. Sooners have had a man on in every inning. They have had four men come to the plate in every inning. Single by Lawrence on in the first. Walk by Hermelin in the second. There was an error that allowed Aiken to reach in the third. A walk by O'Brien here in the fourth. Let's see if they can compile this into something. Anthony Hermelin bats. Quick meeting on the mound as catcher Tim, Tim, excuse me, Tyler Floyd runs out. Now he's back behind the plate. First pitch to Herm is a strike. Anthony walked in the second inning. Pete Hughes coaching a third, a couple of hand claps. Ryan Connolly, as Chris mentioned, coaching at first again today. The pitch low and away. One ball, one strike. Texas Tech with four in the first, one in the fourth. They lead this game 5-0. They've out hit the Sooners 6-1. The 1-1 to Herm is low and inside, ball two. And Chris Sadbury's hit a bit of a patch here where he's having a hard time finding the strike zone. Stoney a short lead at first. Here's the 2-1. That is a strike on the outside corner. Not sure Herm agreed with that. He stares down at the dirt and paws around with his feet a little bit. Two balls, two strikes. Herm at 286 on the year, two home runs. We got one out, one on. The pitch. Called strike three, got him, and Herm knew that fastball. He would, couldn't pull the trigger on it. Two outs, four strikeout for Sadbury. And just picked up just a little bit. Hopefully that's an omen for Hunter Haley getting a hold of one here. Even more of a breeze than we've had all afternoon long, Toby. Hunter hit a missile to second base back in the second inning, but it was caught by Burleson. Elevate that and find a gap here. Runner goes, pitch is swung on, hit sharply to center field, but Conley is there. That's the second straight hard hit ball by Hunter Haley, but the second straight time he hit it into a Red Raider glove. And for the fourth straight time, the Sooners bring four men to the plate in an inning and leave a man. We go to the fifth, it's five zip Red Raiders. It's the Phillips 66 Big 12 Championship. This is game six, an elimination game between Oklahoma and Texas Tech. So far it's been... All Red Raiders today, 5-0 as we go to the fifth. They will bring up the heart of their order, 4-5 at 6, Gutierrez, Kirsch, and Broadbent. Jacob Evans has thrown 76 pitches today. He's given up six hits, five runs, two of those earned. Has four strikeouts and no walks. He's hit one man. Gutierrez tagged him for an RBI double back in that four-run first inning. And he will lead off the fifth. Waiting for television to return. Glad you've joined us on what we hope won't be the final day of the Sooner baseball season.
But it's going to take a rally over the final half of this game if the Sooners are going to find victory today. The first pitch to Gutierrez is a breaking ball strike. Chris, were you able to glean anything down there? Trying our best. Pete obviously wants to see his defense continue to improve and has been impressed with Jacob's ability to pound the strike zone. Hit hard to left. Back on it goes Mac James at the warning track. Makes a half-leaping catch. A half-hearted half-leaping catch for out number one. I'm not sure Mac knew exactly how far he was from the wall. That ball was rocketed. Not quite as deep as the one Mac hit in the bottom of the fourth inning, but onto the warning track, and there's one away. Yeah, Pete Hughes had just had one of the reasons for that mini delay. Pete was talking to TV, and Coach Hughes, just uh, real simple. Team's still in the game. they got to put together some hits and continuing to improve defensively. Not happy with that crooked number in the air column. Kirsch takes a ball. Kirsch singled, had an RBI in the first, flight out to right in the third, one for two. That one's pulled foul. West Virginia, TCU waiting in the wings. Oklahoma State, Texas later tonight. Inside, off the plate, 2-1 and one the count to the Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. Adam Kirsch, a transfer from Florida International University. Fly ball, center field, shallow center. Aiken looks up into the sun. Now he's under it, and there are two away. You never quite know for sure with Craig whether he sees the baseball or not. He always kind of has that look like, where's it at? And, and then, then he'll wave his glove when he has it. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then he's got it. He, he, he's always got it. I mean, he fools you sometimes. Two away. Matt Broadbent takes a ball. Broadbent popped out in the first, was hit by a two-strike pitch in the third. There's a line drive base hit to left field. Evans unable to post a 1-2-3 inning. He had one of those back in the second as Broadbent gives the Red Raiders their seventh hit of the day. A single to left and a two-out base runner for Devin Conley. Conley 0 for 2 with an RBI. Sack fly back in the first inning. We're in the top of the fifth. 5-0 Red Raiders. The pitch. Conley shows bunt. Pulls it back. Takes a ball. Conley another transfer. Many transfers on this team for Tim Tadlock. He went to New Mexico Junior College. 1-0 is fouled back. They've had a nice season. You know, these Red Raiders were picked eighth in the Big 12 preseason poll. That ball actually hit off the suites and came all the way back to the field. Texas Tech is the anti-Kansas State this year. K-State picked first, finished last. Tech picked eighth, finished fourth, so they didn't jump up quite as far, but they're going to the dance. Pulled to third and foul. And a 40-win season. 31 of them at home. They're tough to beat at Dan Law Field. They've got that uh, turf that they figured out how to play to their advantage. 
Good crowds always. Three, three, four thousand people most games. Rockus, they'll heckle you now. The one, two. Ooh. Just misses. Jacob had skipped a step toward the dugout. He thought it was strike three. That was reminiscent, Chris, of the pitch. Absolutely. That he thought was a third strike to Connor Costello of Oklahoma State back on Thursday, and Costello hit the next pitch out of here. The 2-2 is a breaking ball high, full count. Jacob even told us in the post-game interview, you don't see him hop off the mound very often after a pitch, and he did so against Oklahoma State and did so there. So, again, overcoming adversity is one of the charges for Jacob here this afternoon, as it has been all season long. See how he responds. Three Big two, pitch here. 3-2, two, two outs. Broadbent will be running. The pitch, foul back. Sooners have only one hit in this game. It was their second batter, Hector Lorenzana. Single to right field. Chris Sadbury has been very good. The full count pitch again is a called strike three. This time he gets him on the inside corner. Fifth strikeout for Evans, and the inning is over. Strikeouts brought to you by Fowler Volkswagen. We're halfway home in Bricktown. Red Raiders on top 5-0. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic. Brought to you in part by support our local restaurant partners at Soonersports.com. Your one-stop shop with hours, services, and online order links. You've reached Kincaid Coach Lines, a proud sponsor of OU Athletics. During this COVID-19 breakout, we will be keeping our offices open. However, many staff members will be working remotely to comply with CDC guidelines. Please call 405-672-5100 for more information. Sooner fans, it's important you know that Pizza Hut is still here and ready to serve you the pizza you love. Whether it's picked up for carryout or delivered hot to your doorstep, contactless delivery is one of the many ways that we're working to help provide you and our employees the safest experience possible. No matter your location, if you want a more contactless option and prefer your pizza left at the door upon delivery, no problem. Place your order at PizzaHut.com or the Pizza Hut app. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning, Oklahoma, and a bit of a hole here, trailing 5-0. Sooners looking for their second hit as a solid performance from Tech has held the Sooners to just one hit so far today. And we've seen the last of Jacob Evans here this afternoon, maybe for the Big 12 tournament. Evans had a rough first inning. His defense didn't help him out too much. Two confirmed errors could have had as many as Ralph Garza Jr. has been warming in the pin and throwing more vigorously and more seriously. So RG2, Ralph Garza Jr. will get the call after a gutty effort here this afternoon from Jacob Evans. His afternoon is done. Got to score some runs now. 5-0 Red Raiders as we go to the bottom of the fifth. Still plenty of time. Like to see OU start to get a little momentum. Maybe carve a run or two off this deficit. Here's Colby Carpenter, 0 for 1. First pitch from Sadbury is inside. Sadbury's allowed one hit, as Chris mentioned. He has walked two, struck out four. Has stranded a single base runner in every inning so far. Carpenter rips one into left. There's a leadoff single, and maybe that'll start a sooner rally. Hard hit ball by Colby. Second hit of the day.
Joshua Ake will step in. Tweet us at OU on the air. You can reach us in the booth at OU on the air. Ake 0 for 1. He struck out in the third. First pitch is popped up on the infield. Burleson at second. Looks to have it and does. And there are, there is one out. Ake falls to 0 for 2. And Craig Aiken will come to the plate trying to extend a 10-game hit streak. This summer, the greatest champions of golf will come to Oak Tree National for the U.S. Senior Open. Fred Couples, Tom Watson, Scott Verplank, Davis Love, Colin Montgomery, Nick Price. They'll compete for the National Championship July 7th through 13th. Purchase your tickets today at 2014USSeniorOpen.com. Throw to first and Carpenter's back. Bottom of the fifth here, one on, one out. Sooners down 5 nothing. Broadbent in on the grass at third. Aiken bunts it. He pulls it foul and hard down at first. He tried to spank that one to second base. That little push bunt that he does past the pitcher. But he hooked it too much and bunted it hard into foul territory. Strike one. Quite a tear that Aiken is on. Ten-game hit streak. 22 for his last 46 now. Four hits here last night. There's a ball, one and one. All of it, Chris, without the undershirt on. That has been the good luck charm for Craig Aiken. Colt Vickerstaff, he was the key. <laughs> Throw to first. Sooners in the crimson tops today, white pants. They're the home team. OU on the chest. Texas Tech in the red tops. Gray pants. Swings and slaps it foul. Black hats for Texas Tech. And they've got Texas Tech and block letters in black across their chest. So we got a bunch of red out there on the field is what we got. Pick your shade. One and two to Aiken. Carpenter started this inning with a hit. He's still at first for now. Sadbury at the belt and the pitch. Inside, he almost hit him. <laughs> Craig tried to get out of the way and then thought, well, maybe I should try to get hit by this. And so kind of at the last second leaned back into it, but it didn't hit him. Two and two. The highest seed Tech has been in this tournament since 04. They're the four seed. The pitch. Ground ball right side and into right field. It's a chopping base hit. Carpenter round second. Then he slams on the brakes and falls down. And he'll stop there. Pete Hughes says, come on now. We need five runs. Don't risk anything. Coach Hughes had the stop sign up right away. And as Colby rounded second hard, Toby, his legs just went right out from under him. But thankfully, there wasn't much room for Tech to throw behind him. And dare I say, we've got something brewing here for the Sooners. Say it, Chris. We've got something brewing here for the Sooners. And a bold, guy man. who loves the big stage, Hector Lorenzana, with maybe your hottest bat, Sheldon Noisy, on deck. So why not keep hope alive? Third hit for OU. Second in this inning. Craig Aikens' hit streak is at 11. 
Hector one for two on the day. First and second, one out. Good speed on the basis for OU right now. Carpenter can run, Aiken can fly. First pitch to Lorenzana, swung and fouled back. Hector singled into right field over the head of second baseman Bryant Burleson in the first inning. Struck out in the third. Don't try to get all five of them here, just one or two at a time. Looks like it'll be Ralph Garza for OU in the sixth. The 0-1. Fly ball to right field. This is not going to do anything. Stephen Smith under it. Nobody tagging, and there's two outs. Two outs for Noisy. Sooner Baseball brought to you by VIP Limo. Special rates for any special occasion. Call 752-LIMO. 752-LIMO. Noisy 0 for 2 today. Was two for five with two runs scored yesterday against Oklahoma State. He drove in the first run of the game yesterday in that first inning and trying to drive in the first run of the day today for OU. Here in the fifth, Carpenter at second, Aiken at first. Sadbury glances back at second and the pitch bounced it up there, blocked by Tyler Floyd. We are at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. Stations, we owe you an ID. We'll have it for you after this three-run home run by Sheldon Noisy coming up right here. I like it. The 1-0. Pulled foul, and we pause 10 seconds for station ID. This is Sooner Baseball from Learfield Sports. Chris Blank down in the dugout. Toby rolling with you up in the broadcast booth. Bottom of the fifth. Five zip Red Raiders. Two on, two out. The 1-1 one, one to Noisy is fouled back. One ball, two strikes. Sheldon trying to put the Sooners on the board. Carpenter led off this inning with a single. One out later, Aiken singled. Two outs now for Noisy. Who's behind in the count. Runners go. Swung on, chopped up the middle, and into center field. That's going to score a run. Carpenter waved home. Aiken on to third. It's an RBI single for Noisy. Pete Hughes put the runners in motion there, and it worked out. An RBI single, and it's 5-1. to one. And now activity picks up in the Texas Tech pin as a little rustling and some stretching takes place. Back James can tighten it up a bit more. He bats with first and third and two outs. Mack 0 for 2, though, today. 0 for 7 in the tournament. First pitch swung on and lifted to left down the line. High fly ball hooking toward the seats, and it won't be caught. It didn't get to the seats, but Nesloni couldn't get there. 0 and 1 to Mack. He has liked that first pitch today. Swung at the first pitch all three times. 5-1 Red Raiders in the bottom of the fifth. Four hits in this game for Oklahoma. Three of the four here in this inning.
Sadbury at the belt, and the 0-1 is a fastball strike, 0-2. Mack at a hole now as our home plate umpire Darren Seeley gets a new set of baseballs. Let's see if they maybe put noisy in motion here. Sadbury at 76 pitches. The 0-2 is fouled back. By the way, Toby, what's the final pitch count total going to be for Jacob Evans? 91. 91. Seven hits, five runs, two earned. Ralph Garza hasn't pitched since the TCU series two weeks ago. The 0-2 again to Mack. Swings and misses. Foul tipped it into the glove of Tyler Floyd, and the inning is over. So the Sooners get three hits, only one run. And we head to the sixth. That's now 5-1, Red Raiders. And now they turn it over to Ralph Garza. This will be interesting. Garza, of course, the Sooners' closer for the first half of the season the junior from New Braunfels, Texas, has really struggled of late over his last five appearances that have covered 10 innings. Garza has given up in those 10 innings 23 hits and 22 earned runs. But they gave him the weekend off against Oklahoma State. He is fresh and he is strong. And let's see if he's got his A game today in a must-win situation for Oklahoma. Garza, a 5-3 record with seven saves on the year, making his team-leading 30th appearance, 28th in relief, with a 6.00 ERA. That ERA was in the zeros for the entire first half of the season, plus now at 6.0. His first pitch to Tyler Floyd is taken for a strike. Floyd, one for two, doubled and scored last time up. Garza started at Tech in that Sunday game. The 0-1 is outside. Went just three innings, gave up eight hits, seven runs. Didn't strike anybody out, walked a couple of guys. It was not not good. The 1-1 to Floyd is a slider for a strike. One and two. Floyd, then Proudfoot, then top of the order, Stephen Smith. Five runs, seven hits, one error for the Red Raiders. One run, four hits, two errors for the Sooners. Hot shot to short. Hector's got it on one hop of the breadbasket. Throws. Got him. One out. Both Sooner errors, if you joined us late, came in the first inning. And to be honest with you, the, the official scorer was kind to Oklahoma. Could have easily been three or four. It was a circus of a top of the first in which the Red Raiders scored four runs on three hits with two errors. Sooners have settled down since. Steve, or er, Proudfoot hits it down the right field line, slicing toward the stands and out of play. Sooners have a little backup. Kendall Ladd is up and throwing in the pin. Didn't see Kendall yesterday after his solid start on Saturday against Oklahoma State. So the Sooner senior who joined us during the pregame show is getting ready just in case the Sooners need him in potentially the seventh or the eighth. Owen won the count to Proudfoot. The pitch is low and away. One ball and one strike. A lefty throwing in the Texas Tech pin. That is number 20, Cameron Smith. The pitch pulled to third. Noisy can't get there. It's into left field. A base hit. Gave it a dive. 
Hit number eight for the Red Raiders. First for Proudfoot. And back to the top of the order we go. Log on to Soonersports.com for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club. Presented by OG&E and brought to you in part by Chick-fil-A, Academy Sports and Outdoors. Orthodontics exclusively, the Southwest Dairy Farmers in immediate care of Oklahoma. One on, one out, sixth inning, five to one Red Raiders. Smith one for three on the day with an infield single, and he takes a slider off the plate. Smith was the recipient of one of those two first inning errors by Hector Lorenzana. He came in to score in the first and had an RBI infield single in the fourth. 1-0 is all the way to the backstop, a wild pitch, and Proudfoot moves on to second. First wild pitch of the day for the Sooners. So a runner in scoring position with one out now for the Red Raiders. Oklahoma needing a win today for a couple of reasons. One is to stay alive here in 2014. The other is to avoid their first losing season since 2003. 2-0 is low ball three. Oklahoma 28 and 28. Garza in a 3-0 hole here. Looks at second, looks again. And the pitch, way outside. Didn't really come close to throwing a strike to Stephen Smith. And there's two on with one out, and Anthony Hermelin will jog out to the mound to try to calm Ralph down. Kendall Ladd continues to throw in the Sooner pin. And Bryant Burleson will be the batter. Tech trying to get that one run back they just gave up at the bottom of the fifth. Burleson 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Two-hole hitter, second baseman. Herm back behind the dish. Garza appears in for the sign, now straightens up. And the pitch is outside. Proudfoot at second, Smith at first. You got Nesloni and Gutierrez waiting in the wings. Use a double play ball right here. The 1-0 is swung on and hit hard into left field. That's a base hit. Mac James over to cut it off. They're going to wave home Proudfoot. He'll score. On to third goes Smith. The throw to the infield briefly got away, but Smith's not going to try to chance it. And it's 6-1 Texas Tech. So there you go. There's your run right back. RBI single for Burleson. First and third, one out for Nesloni. Nesloni today, two for three. A single, a double. Drove in a run and scored back in the first. And he's got a chance to crack this game wider open than it already is right here. First pitch from Garza is a fastball strike. 6-1, Texas Tech, top of the sixth. Nesloni, the left-handed hitting left fielder. Takes one off the plate with the two hits today. He's now up to 4.03 on the season, batting average. 
One ball, one strike. Garza's pitch. Chopped foul toward first. One and two. Texas Tech won the Big 12 tournament back in 1998. Have not won it since. Mentioned the Sooners won it in 97, beating them 19-17 in the championship game. So Tech went to the title game back-to-back -back years in the first two years of the conference. Won it in 98. The one-two is just inside, but haven't been higher than, or haven't been this high of a C in 10 years. First and third, one out. Two balls, two strikes to Nezzaloni. Garza's pitch is outside, ball three. Dangerous pitch here with Gutierrez on deck. The 3-2 swung on and fouled off the right foot of Nezloni, who bends over in pain. Home plate umpire Darren Seeley will walk the baseball out to Garza to give Nezloni a second. He's going to clean off home plate. Nezloni obviously in some discomfort, but looks like he's okay. He shakes his head at the umpires have to say, I'm ready. First and third, one out. Garza straightens up and the pitch. Fly ball, shallow left field. In comes Mack, long run, and he won't get there. It'll plop in front of him. In to score is Smith. RBI bloop single by Nezloni. And it's 7-1. to one. Mack just never really had a good beat on that fly ball, Toby. Looked like he might try to sprint after it and dive and make a play, but then he pulled up at the last moment, thought he might be able to deke the runner at third. But, again, just finding spots where the Sooners' defense is not for this Texas Tech Red Raider offense. Eric Gutierrez hit it to the warning track and left last time up. Two on, one out. First pitch swinging, line drive, center field. Aiken goes back, now comes in, and he catches it chest high for out number two. Aiken broke back quickly on that ball and then had to slam the brakes, almost like one of those shuttle drills that you see the football guys do at the NFL Combine. He goes back and then goes, whoop, I'm going the wrong direction, and came back in quickly in time to get there. Two away, runner stayed put. Adam Kirsch. Been hard to watch the second half of the season for Ralph Garza. So good early on. Just lights out good. Seven saves. Pitches high to Kirsch. And then I think it might have been around the time that they tried to use him as a starter. That that didn't work out and you, the confidence just drained from him. He was a guy that just pounded the strike zone relentlessly with heavy cutters. There's a fastball strike, one and one. And has seemed, Chris, to be more of a nibbler since then, like he's scared to throw it around the strike zone consistently. Yeah, I think you've hit, can't. Yeah, I think you've hit it on the head with him, Toby. It seems like it's just a confidence issue with Ralph here in the latter half of the season. Here's the one-one. Misses low. You know, seeing him miss the strike zone like this and seeing it early in this inning, 
This was something Ralph Garza Jr. was not doing in the early half of the season. He was eating up the strike zone. So a shot of confidence in the offseason. Hopefully he'll get Ralph back on the right track. 2-1 is outside, 3-1. and one. What am I saying in the offseason? How about this inning? We've got plenty of time left in this game. Three balls, one strike to Adam Kirsch, and the pitch is a strike, three and two. In his first 10 appearances of the year, Garza had given up five walks. He's allowed 16 since. Three, two, runners go, hit sharply right at Sheldon Noisy, a third who snags the line drive. And the inning is over. Got a break there. Kirsch stung that baseball, but Noisy caught it in his tracks. Inning over, two runs score, two left on. And we go to the bottom of the sixth, now 7-1 to one, Red Raiders. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Toby Rowland here for Covenant Roofing, a family-owned and operated business where you will receive quality products at an affordable price. The best roof for the least out-of-pocket expense. You need no money down when you choose Covenant Roofing. They have an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau and have received the Super Service Award from Angie's List every year. Call 405-720-6200 for a free estimate. You'll be happy you chose Covenant Roofing. We do it right the first time. This Sooner Classic is presented in part by Phillips 66, Proud supporters of the Oklahoma Sooners, Phillips 66, live to the full. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Toby Rowland and Chris Plank back with you. Sooners trying to make this not the final day of the 2014 baseball season, but it is looking bleak. 7-1 Red Raiders. Gloomy, another word you can pick. They need a late rally. Need some uh, energy, too. How about Austin O'Brien? He's been a consistent guy. Finding his way on base would be a good way to get things started here. And, and just a little bit of energy. Obviously, giving up a couple of runs in the fifth didn't help too much. But uh, the Sooner dug out a little bit down right now, Toby. They need a they need something to get them fired up. Stony Bats, bottom of the sixth, down 7-1. O'Brien takes a fastball high from Chris Sadbury. Sadbury, through five innings, has given up one run on four hits. He's walked two and struck out five. O'Brien fouls it back one and one. Sooners had their best crack at him in the fifth when they scored their lone run, had three base hits. Have yet to, though, in this tournament, be able to come up with that big two-out hit in an inning to really capitalize as O'Brien takes ball two. Shouldn't say that. Noisy got a, a two-out single to score the run, but... With first and third and two outs, Mac James struck out to end the inning. Fly ball to left. Back, edge of the warning track. Nesloni, deep on the warning track, makes the catch. O'Brien gave that a ride, one away. You could tell off the bat he didn't catch all of that. But he drives Nesloni to the base of the wall. And here is Anthony Hermelin. Kind of an interesting issue here. Anthony Hermelin was actually like a couple of these players in the Sooner dugout recruited by Tim Tadlock to come to the University of Oklahoma. Herm was sharing a story that he was playing in a high school tournament and had a call that 
Tadlock was coming to watch him, and a potential OU offer could be looming. He had like 12 hits and 14 at bats, and it was a done <laughs> deal that he was heading to OU. First pitch is a ball to Herm. Herm had two teammates that were actually drafted in the first round, including Zach Lee from his high school, who is one of the top prospects right now in the Dodgers organization and went straight from high school to the big leagues. Ball two. Well, you can look up and down him virtually every roster in the Big 12, certainly the Oklahoma and Texas schools, yep. and find kids from McKinney. Legendary. 2-0 is a strike. Tyler Coolbaugh, Kendall Ladd, both from McKinney, Texas. 2-1 to Herm, hit sharply left field. That's going to be a base hit. Hit number five for the Sooners, third of the tournament for Anthony Hermelin. And a one-out base runner. You know, and it's uh, funny, just one final note, Herm had a, an ACL issue. He had tore his ACL during his junior season, so some of the recruiting had cooled on him. So when he got the call, and Oklahoma was coming to watch him during one of the uh, tournaments that he was playing in, he was a little bit fired up. And when you get, like, I think the number he said was 12 for 15, that's going to catch a few eyes. Sure. So glad the decision was made to bring him here. He's been a gift for the Sooners. Hunter Haley's hit the ball hard twice, nothing to show for it. First pitch, swinging, chops it foul off himself for strike one. Lined it to Burleson at second in the second. Lined it to Conley in center in the fourth. Bats with one on, one out in the sixth. Sooners down seven to one. Bullpen is ready if Sadbury runs into trouble here. The 0-1 is pulled and into right field. <laughs> That's the weakest ball that Haley has hit today. He rolled over the top of that one and just happened to pull it into the hole. It was a slow roller that got through the infield. That's baseball. Two on, one out. Maybe the Sooners are going to catch some breaks here. That'd be nice. Colby Carpenter. Colby singled and scored. The only run of the day for OU last time out. Right-hander warming in the Tech bullpen. It's Dominic Moreno. So Hermelin at second. Haley at first. Sadbury's pitch is a swing and a miss. Pitch was in the dirt. and Floyd... Tried to get around Colby Carpenter to retrieve the baseball. Finally got there. First time today, a little cloud covers made it nice and cool down here on the field. There's some cumulonimbus flying by. I think I nailed that. Close enough. Gary England would be happy. The 0-1, or sad if I missed it. One ball, one strike. Some fans on the parking garage again today out there. We see you waving. Sooner fans up on top. Hope you're wearing sunscreen. Save us a burger, please. One ball, one strike, one out. They gotta, they're going to have a good bird's eye view of a Sooner late inning rally today. The pitch. And he hit him. And the bases are loaded. Carpenter gets plunked. Bases loaded, one out, and here we go. Chance for Oklahoma to get back in this game, down six. 
Let's see if Josh Ake will indeed hit here or not. It looks like there has been no intent to bring a pinch hitter to the plate. Pete Hughes yelling down at Ake, giving him what looks to be kind of a Superman signal. I'm sure it means something other than able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Ake with a strikeout and a popout. Bases loaded, one out. And the pitch is a breaking ball, strike one. Greg Aiken on deck. Love to get an RBI base hit here from Craig Ake. Definitely love to give Aiken a chance to drive in some runs of the way he's swinging the bat of late. The 0-1. Foul back, 0-2. Now Josh Ake does not have a base hit since April 18th. It's a month and four days ago. Be a good time to break that span right here. Hermelin at third, Haley at second, Carpenter at first. The 0-2 to Ake, low and away, ball one. Seven to one, Red Raiders. Sadbury laboring. He can't be long for this game. The one-two. Swing and a miss. Chased one in the dirt. A slider. There's two outs. Two outs, but Craig Aiken will now bat with the bases loaded. This could be, could be, if Aiken can extend this inning, the last batter for Sadbury. A string of right-handers waiting after this. Aiken, one for three on the day, singled last time up to extend his hitting streak to 11 games. He bats with two outs and the base is loaded. And the pitch. Pulled into right field. It's a base hit. In to score, Hermelin. They're waving home Haley. There'll be no throw. It's a two-RBI single for Aiken, and it's 7-3. to three. Craig Aiken has been unbelievable over the final three and a half weeks of this season. And he draws the Sooners closer. First and third, two outs, and let's see what Tim Tadlock does now. Tadlock in the tech bullpen looking over one of the pitch charts, one of the hitter's charts maybe, is uh, he just now takes the walk up the steps, and that's going to be it. With Lorenzana, Noisy, and James coming up, and O'Brien and Hermelin, all right-handers, five straight right-handers. Tadlock, it appears, is going to go to a righty out of the pin. It's right-hander Dominic Moreno, 5'11", from Farmington, New Mexico, a Howard College product. Moreno, who was a starter for this team much of last year and early this year, has been sent to the bullpen of late, making his 20th appearance, 12th in relief. He's got a 4-5 and five record with two saves and a 2.84 ERA. 55 strikeouts, 23 walks, opponents hitting 259 off of him. He appeared in relief against OU out in Lubbock, gave them three innings, Gave up three hits, no runs. 
and had four strikeouts. He can be tough. Little right-hander who will face Hector Lorenzana with Colby Carpenter at third, Craig Aiken at first. And two outs. Oklahoma trying to climb the mountain. They trailed this game 5-0. They trailed it 7-1. It's now 7-3. A two-out, two-RBI single by Craig Aiken has forced this pitching change. Lorenzana one for three today. And noisy on deck if Hector can get aboard. Aiken takes off, pitches inside. Now Aiken slams on the brakes and heads back to first. He bluffs a go, ball one. Wouldn't be surprised at all if they try to get Aiken into scoring position so that a single would score two here. The Red Raiders have not been very good at throwing out would-be base stealers this year. Throw to first. To be exact, Floyd has thrown out three of 22 would-be base stealers. The pitch, swung on, hit to left, pretty deep. Back on it goes Nesloni at the warning track, at the wall, and he caught it. He caught it leaping up against the wall for out number three. Hector Lorenzana missed a three-run home run by two feet. A leaping catch by Tyler Nesloni up against the left field wall. And that pretty well encapsulates the 2014 season for OU right there. We head to the seventh. It's 7-3, Red Raiders. Uh, Toby Hector's kind of been struggling a little bit today. Maybe seems like he's ill, not feeling 100%. Had the rough air in the first half, but or, excuse me, the first inning. I'm thinking football. Uh, but gave that ball a ride just short. A little energy, though, that gave this Sooner dugout more life here as we get going in the seventh. Garza's first pitch to Matt Broadbent is a called strike. Seven runs, ten hits, one error for the Red Raiders. Three runs, seven hits, two errors the Sooners. The pitch, fly ball, center field. Aiken back. Plenty of room. He's under it, and there's one away. Chris, I have been corrected. Uh, uh-oh. At oh. OU on the air, at Texas Embassy has tweeted, you missed it. They are cumulus clouds. Cumulonimbus are cumulus clouds that are raining. Well, so you're, since you're these close. are not raining, they are just cumulus clouds. So we've learned something today. I apologize. Conley shows bunt, takes a ball. Well, the Sooners' bats have come alive the last couple of innings. Man, almost a one-run game. Fouled back. Hector Lorenzana missed a home run by not much. And if Nesloni had made a very nice leaping catch up against the line. He was slamming into the wall as he caught it. It would have scored at least two, even if it was just an extra base hit, because Aiken was racing around first, or racing from first. The strike, one and two, the count to Conley. But it was caught, so it's seven to three with three innings to play here in Bricktown. The one-two reaches for it, pokes it to short, caught by Lorenzana, two outs. Earlier today, Baylor eliminated Kansas 4-3. Jayhawks had to leave stunned because at one point yesterday, they were coasting up on West Virginia 8-2 late in that game. And now they're headed home today after West Virginia rallied to beat them 10-9. And Baylor knocked them out. First pitch is a fastball strike to Tyler Floyd. The Bears in the same position OU is, needing to win this tournament to get into the dance. 
They advance to another elimination game tomorrow at 3.30. Swing and a miss by Floyd, 0-2. Later tonight, two winner's bracket games on your Rib Crib Big 12 scoreboard. West Virginia, TCU coming up at 4 o'clock following this game. Swing and a miss. A strikeout. Texas and Oklahoma State later tonight. 1-2-3 inning for Ralph Garza. And a strikeout brought to you by Fowler Volkswagen, his first. Time to stretch, everybody. Seventh inning stretch is always brought to you by the Office Max Sales Center in Norman. We head to the bottom of the seventh. It's seven to three. Red You're Red. reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic. Brought to you in part by Express Employment Professionals is a premier workforce management provider to Sooner Nation. To find a job or make your next hire, visit ExpressPros.com. OU Extended Campus, providing degrees online, on-site, and on your schedule. Become the tradition, OU Extended Campus. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Noisy leads off the bottom of the seventh. Sooners down seven to three. First pitch is a called strike from Dominic Moreno. Looks like Moreno, but for some reason he wants it pronounced Moreno, so we are blind. The 0-1 is a swing and a miss. Chased a slider out of the zone, 0-2. Sheldon, 1 for 3, an RBI single in the fifth. Sooners were down 7-1, to one, scored 2 in the sixth. Trying to scratch and claw closer here in the seventh. The 0-2 is a swing and a miss. Strikeout. Noisy waved at two bad pitches there. There's one away. Back, look back at the umpire, Toby, to ask if he swung at a strike, and it didn't look like that no. Sheldon got the response that he wanted to hear. Yeah, close. Here's Mack. Mack 0 for 8 in the tournament. Struck out with two on and two out last time. Up. Kind of count on some production from this guy when you go into an event like this, and it hasn't happened yet. The pitch... Check swing, called strike, although he did drive one to the wall in the fourth inning. They have scared Nesloni three times in this game. O'Brien, Mack, and Lorenzana have all nearly hit one out. Popped up foul territory, first base side. Gutierrez over, and it'll drop into the Red Raider dugout. 0-2. Looks like they're going to go with Garza for a while. Nobody throwing in the Sooner pin, and why not? He was impressive in the seventh. One, two, three, after he gave up a couple of runs in the sixth. The 0-2 to James. Check swing. Pitch is low. The appeal says he held up. One ball, two strikes. Colt Biggerstaff has jumped into the on-deck spot, Toby. He'll likely pinch hit here after Mac James unless there's a pitching change. The DH spot is next. Austin O'Brien spot. The pitch bounced up there, outside, two and two. Well, Colt's been good. He got aboard last night again. Had the sack fly RBI on Friday in Bedlam. Drew an eighth-inning walk last night against OSU. 2-2, pokes it up, foul territory, first base side, almost the same spot, but Gutierrez will get there this time. And there's two outs. 
Two up, two down here in the bottom of the seventh, and indeed we will see Colt Bickerstaff. Bickerstaff batting 267 on the year. Three for five, though, in Big 12 play. Got a nice little tear of late. Two out, nobody on for Colt. First pitch is outside. The 1-0. Swing and a miss. One and one. At Texas Embassy tweeted us back. Said, come by and tour the National Weather Center in Norman anytime. Just let me know. Hashtag Weather Taj Mahal. <laughs> it is very nice. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Fastball strike, 1-2. and two. Moreno has been good since coming in out of the pin in relief for Chris Sadbury. He got the Lawrence on a flyout, although it was nearly a three-run home run, and he has made quick work of the Sooner so far here in the seventh. Two outs, and the 1-2 to Bickerstaff is outside. Two balls, two strikes on a fastball at 88. Grumpy fans sitting in the sun. The 2-2. Breaking ball fouled off. Into the VIP booth where someone did not make a very good play. They did not play the ball. The ball played them. Can't be looking at your phone, people. Pay attention. You're at a baseball game. That's going to bruise. The pitch. Outside ball three. This has been kind of the trademark of Colt Bickerstaff at bats of late. Works, counts, works, counts, fouls, balls off. Draws, walks, gets hits. Here he's at 3-2 again against Moreno. Just stand and wait and says, let's go. Here comes the pitch. Fouled it off. The guy that will be very interesting to see as we go into next year, Chris, Bickerstaff, whether he can compete for more playing time. Or if he continues to try to work on the mound a little bit. Mm -hmm. Has that plus-plus arm. The 3-2 again is fouled off at the plate. Got a great personality. I know we say it a lot. Yeah. Great teammate. Fun guy to He's be around. A funny dude, man. Definitely a team favorite. Colt Bickerstaff. Trying to get aboard with two outs here in the seventh. Sooners need four runs to tie. And the pitch. Outside, ball four. How about that? Well, Two-out base runner, and Anthony Hermelin will take off the catcher's gear and bat here in the seventh. Might be the last time that Anthony Hermelin takes off the catcher's gear. Dylan Neal came sprinting in from the bullpen. We might see Dylan actually check in behind the plate, and the Sooners move some guys around defensively in the top half of the eighth. We'll see. Herm has been on twice today. Walked in the second, singled, and scored in the sixth. Sooners trying to start a two-out rally here in the seventh, down 7-3. Seven to three. Bickerstaff at first. First pitch to Hermelin is low. A lefty is not throwing, just going through motions with the towel in the Texas Tech bullpen. Still wearing a jacket, so we can't see a number. 1-0 is a strike. Hermit 288. 
He's homered twice, driven in 28. The 1-1 is a breaking ball high, 2-1. Sooners would be more than happy for the Red Raiders to put themselves in a predicament here as Moreno walks Bickerstaff with two outs and falls behind, two balls, one strike to Hermelin. The pitch fouled back, 2-2. Two two. Haley would be next if Herm could reach. Sooners got to win five in a row to extend their season. Starting with this one today. Ball three outside. Well, you, if you could come back and win this one, that could be a fuse that's lit for a team. Rally from a 7-1 deficit. They'll move behind Bickerstaff now, who will take off on this two-out full-count pitch. Here it comes. Runner goes. Swung on. Chopper up the middle. High hopper. Proudfoot has it. Throws. Nice play, but it's offline, and the runner's safe. Proudfoot came in and played the short hop pretty slick, but the throw was toward the home plate side of first. It pulled Gutierrez off. That'll be an infield single, the ruling for Anthony Hermelin. Good call there. Second hit for Herm. Have to check the records. I don't know if that might be one of the first infield singles that Herm's had this year. Not really gonna, had a couple yeah, last year. Not going to tell him you said that. I would never say that. Hunter Haley bats now. Two on, two out. Bickerstaff walks. Herm reaches on a chopper. Haley, who has hit the ball well today. He's only one for three. The hit was a slow roller through the right side of the infield. The two outs were rockets. First pitch for Moreno is low a ball. Well, if you're going to climb out of a hole like this, you've got to have some clutch at-bats, two out at-bats, late in-game at-bats. Sooners need something here from Hunter Haley. The 1-0, ball two. Six home runs, 31 runs batted in. For the sophomore from Nacogdoches, Texas. Another young kid who will be a big part of this team next year. The 2-0. Ball three. Colby Carpenter is on deck. Haley will be taking here. Moreno's 3-0. There's a strike. It wasn't down the middle. It caught a corner. Haley gave the motion as if he was going to fling the bat toward the dugout on ball four. But Darren Seeley said, hang on right here. Three and one. Now he'll be swinging. The pitch. Strike two. And Haley thought that was ball four for sure. Again, outside corner if it caught a corner. Haley was almost had the bat out of his hands. He was on his way to first. And a full count. And the runners will be on the move again. Moreno's 3-2. Popped him up. Shallow left field. Toward the line. Nesloni under it. He's got it, and the inning is over. Sooners leave two. We head to the eighth. It's 7-3, Red Raiders. Defensive changes for OU. Dylan Neal now in behind the plate. Colby Carpenter moves from first to second base. Anthony Hermelin from catcher to first base. And Dylan Neal will bat where Joshua Ake was hitting in the nine hole. 
Ralph Garza back out on the mound. Sooners have had chances. They've scored one in the fifth. Could have had more. They scored two in the sixth. Could have had more. Didn't score in the seventh, but had an opportunity. And we go to the eighth now, down seven to three. Garza made quick work of the Red Raiders in the seventh. Let's see if he can keep it up here in the eighth against Tim Proudfoot, Stephen Smith, and Bryant Burleson. Tweet us at OU on the air if you're listening to Sooner Baseball on this warm Thursday afternoon. Sooners trying to keep their season alive. Oklahoma State beat them 13-4 last night. Red Raiders on top 7-3 today. Garza's first pitch is low. Proudfoot one for three, singled and scored in the sixth. Fastball, fly ball, left center field. Aiken's got a long run, and he's not going to get there. That's going to be extra bases. Mac James got there first. I'm not sure Aiken saw that off the bat. Might not have got there anyway. And it is a leadoff double. That's the third leadoff double today for Texas Tech. Kendall Ladd has picked up his pace in the Sooner bullpen, warming up beyond left field. Been throwing a couple of innings ago, sat down last inning, but he's back up and tossing now. Top of the order, Stephen Smith. Scored two runs today. Shows bunt, does. Third base side, noisy, charges, bare hands, throws, got him. Nice play. Sacrifice, though, moves Proudfoot to third. Now they'll try to tack on a run to their lead here. Proudfoot at third with one out for Bryant Burleson. I'd like to take a moment to thank our Sooner Sports TV cornerstone partners. Anheuser-Busch, Chesapeake Energy, Windstar World Resorts, OU Outreach, OU Alumni Association, the OU Presidents Associates, and OU Medicine. Check your local listings for all the great content on Sooner Sports TV, powered by Fox. Burleson nubs it foul for strike one. Infield is in. Sooners down four, don't want to be down five. The 0-1 pulled foul, 0-2. Jacob Evans got the start today, gave him five innings. There have been three unearned runs, though, in this game. Bugaboo all year for the Sooner. The 0-2 is popped foul, out of play. Oklahoma in this, their 57th game of the year. Has now allowed 64 unearned runs. Over a run a game. Free. Makes it hard to win. The 0-2, fouled back again. One out, runner at third. We're in the top of the eighth. Seven runs, 11 hits, and one error for Texas Tech today. Three runs, eight hits, two errors for Oklahoma. Garza trying to dispense with Burleson. The 0-2 for the third time is low. Evans went five innings, gave up 
five runs, two earned. It's been Garza since. Garza's gone so far, two and a third, four hits, two runs. His one-two to Burleson is just off the outside corner. Neal tried to frame it, two and two. Garza's pitch. Hot shot, it's short, past Lorenzana into left field. Run scores. I'm sure that'll be a base hit. That was smashed, but Hector will tell you he should have had it. Drawing an infield, too, makes it much tougher. But and you're right, Toby. That's a play when Hector comes off, he'll say, I should, I should make that play. 8-3, to three, Red Raiders. And here's Nesloni again. Just to the glove side of Hector Lorenzana, a one hit or a one hopper that was launched out of a cannon, and it might have got a glove on it as it scooted by. It has been ruled a base hit. Nozaloni pulls it to first, past Hermelin into right field. Burleson rounds second. He'll head on to third. Anthony tried to make a backhander on that hot shot and couldn't come up with it. So first and third, one out, and the Red Raiders are trying to put it away here in the eighth. Fourth hit of the day for Tyler Nesloni. He's four for five. Against OU this year, he's now 10 for 17. Here's Gutierrez. First and third, popped it up, shallow right field. Out Carpenter. In Haley, it'll be Carpenter that has it. Everybody will stay put. Burleson bluffs a go at third, but he's not going anywhere, and there's two outs. They avoid damage there by one of the Big 12's best hitters. And now Garza can get out of this only giving up one run if he can deal with Adam Kirsch. Kirsch today, one for four. Eight to three, Red Raiders in the eighth. Kirsch's one hit came back in the first inning. First pitch is a fastball right down Main Street. Strike one. I'm sure it'll be a major emphasis of the fall. And of all next season, but Oklahoma's got to be better defensively next year as it's nubbed fair down the first baseline, spinning into fair territory. Garza flips it on to first, and the inning is over. I don't know if I've ever seen a ball take that much of a turn before as it started right down the first baseline and then almost a 90-degree turn toward the pitcher's mound. And Garza picked it up and threw him out. So one run in the inning on three hits, two men left on. And we head to the bottom of the eighth, now 8-3, to three, Texas Tech. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. This Sooner Classic is presented in part by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Store. Farm fresh for over 50 years. It's time to add some boneless wings to your Wingstop delivery order. Available in any of their 11 mouth-watering flavors. 
So go ahead and crush those spicy, saucy, sweet, and sassy cravings. Go to Wingstop.com now and get delivery to your door. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Getting late in Bricktown. Sooner season on the line. They're down 8-3 to three as we go to the bottom of the eighth. Carpenter, Neal, and Aiken do up. Still dominant Moreno on the hill for Texas Tech. First pitch to Colby Carpenter is a fastball high. Colby's been on each of the last two times. Singled and scored in the fifth. Hit by a pitch in the sixth. The 1-0. Low ball two. Nobody throwing in either bullpen as we begin this bottom of the eighth inning. Stations, we owe you an ID. Coming up momentarily, the 2-0 is a strike. 2-1. and one. See what Colby does here first, if you don't mind. Bear with me. Moreno's working fast. Two balls, one strike, and the pitch. Hit hard, left, rocketed, deep. Nesloni's not going to catch this one. That's a solo home run. Colby Carpenter sends it into the seats, and it's 8-4. to four. Nesloni's played hero all day on that left field warning track, but he wasn't getting that one. Colby Carpenter sends it way out of here. His third home run of the year. The Sooners inch closer. 30th home run of the year for the Sooners, and it makes it a four-run deficit again, 8-4. to four. Dylan Neal's first at-bat. He takes a ball low. Neal started yesterday's game behind the plate. Went one for two. The 1-0 is a strike. Dylan had the misfortune after his base hit of getting hit by a batted ball that was headed for right field by Craig Aiken in the base path and he was called out. 1-1 is grounded left side and into the hole diving stop by Proudfoot who throws from his knees but it's just a prayer. That's an infield single for Dylan Neal. Sooner showing some moxie here late. Not going away yet. 8-4. Neal aboard and here comes Craig Aiken. 2-4 for four on the day. He's singled each of his last two times up, last time, with two outs, he drove in two runs with the bases loaded. So a Carpenter home run and a Neal infield single against Moreno, and that'll force the Texas Tech bullpen to come alive. Aiken bunts it foul and back in our direction. I ah, should have had the net ready. Strike one. I think the net would have had a shot at that one. Yeah, maybe. Reaction time. You know, I got to do the whole reach, and then I got to be better at this. Lefty warming in the Red Raider pin. We'll try to get a name for you here. Marino's 0-1. Popped foul out of play 0-2. That's Cameron Smith again, warming up for Tank. Aiken an 0-2 hole here. Nobody out, bottom of the eighth. 8-4, Texas Tech. Sooners now 10 hits on the day. The 0-2 is hit sharply center field. It's another stinking hit for Craig Aiken. <laughs> Raking Aiken. 11 hits. Sooners have first and second. Nobody out. In his last 11 games, he is now... 25 for 49. A smidge over 500. Here's Hector. 
This is admirable, Chris. Absolutely. You know, Coach Hughes has said it all season long. It's a team that just doesn't give up. And here you've got a guy that nearly took one out his last at bat. So Hector hitting the ball hard all day long. Why not now? Why not here? It was off of Moreno. Remember, Hector came to the plate with two on and two outs and drove Nesloni to the wall. He made a leaping catch up against the wall in left. He bats off Moreno for the second time now here in the eighth. Two on, nobody out. And Moreno spins and looks Neil back at second as they try to get Cameron Smith ready. And now Tadlock will run out to the mound. This is not going to be a pitching change. He wants to chat with his entire infield here. So the Sooners have a home run. Chris, they now have, see, 11 today and 11 yesterday. 22 hits in this series. The home run by Colby Carpenter was the first and only extra base hit OU has in this tournament. Well, better late than never, right? Unbelievable. They've been able to pound out hits. They just haven't yep. been able to get the doubles and triples and, I guess, timely hits as well, too. Great start yesterday against Oklahoma State. But Toby's just kind of been a, a couple of uh, little, little dink and dunks here and there. They haven't been really able to string anything together. We'll see if maybe this is the start of something special here in the eighth. 21 singles and a home run. But there's time. Meeting on the mound's over. Neal at second, Aiken at first. The pitch to Lorenzana is swung on, lined up the middle. That's a base hit. They're going to hold Neal at third, and the bases are loaded with nobody out. How about this? Toby Sheldon's the tying run. Wow. A home run and three straight singles. Still nobody out in the eighth. And Sheldon Noisy Bats representing the tying run. Eight to four Red Raiders. Noisy one for four on the day, had an RBI single in the fifth inning. Noisy struck out last time up against Moreno. The pitch, swing and a miss. Remember, Moreno got him with sliders off the plate. Made Noisy look bad. He starts him off with a slider off the plate here that Noisy waved at. You're not seeing that pitch real well. It's shocking if Moreno throws him anything but that until he figures it out. The 0-1 popped foul out of play. It was a slider again on the outside corner, and Noisy just got a piece of it, 0-2. Mac James on deck. Colt Bickerstaff in the hole. Bases loaded, nobody out. Golden opportunity for the Sooners to make this a game. Marino comes set. And the 0-2 is popped up. That one got away from Marino. He did not hit his spot. His catcher, Tyler Floyd, had set up outside, and he left a fastball inside and high. Noisy fouled it back. A right-hander now begins to warm in the Tech bullpen as Smith has sat down. Moreno taking his time. No balls, two strikes to Noisy. The pitch outside. Noisy did not chase that one, one and two. Now Smith has not sat down. He was just hiding from me behind the wall. He's still throwing, but he has been joined now by right-hander Ryan Mosley. Neal at third, Aiken at second. 
Lauren's on at first. One ball, two strikes. The pitch, outside ball two. He's got seven home runs on the year, 42 runs batted in. No at-bat for the Big 12 freshman of the year. Bigger, though, than this one right here. Bottom of the eighth, bases loaded. The 2-2. Reaches for it, pokes it to first. That's going to be gloved by Gutierrez, who goes to second and one hops it in time. Run scores. Gutierrez, his throw to second was not a good one, but Proudfoot fielded it on the one hop to cut down Lorenzana. No chance at a double play there. Noisy cued that ball to first base. Sooners have him on the corners now with one out. It's 8-5. to five. And here's Mac James, Sheldon Noisy, with his second RBI of the day. Aiken at third. Noisy at first. Mac, 0 for 4 today, 0 for 9 in the tournament. The pitch, breaking ball outside. James also represents the tying run. Sooners within three. They've scored two in the inning, one out, two on. Moreno living on that slider. The 1-0 is inside. He almost hit him. In fact, Mack tried to let it hit him, and it just missed him. Two balls, no strikes. So you're saying I've got a chance. <laughs> the pitch, fastball strike, two and one. That was the 51st pitch for Moreno. Again, though, remember, he used to be a starter and has been a starter many times this year. So pitch count not necessarily an issue, although he's been out there for a long time here in the eighth. The 2-1, runners on the corners. Swung on, line drive right field, coming in Smith, and he will catch it shoulder high. Throw to the plate, coming home Aiken, it's cut off, he'll score. And it's 8-6. to six. Sack fly RBI for Mac James. Sooners within two. They've scored three in the end. This team doesn't quit. This team does not quit. They do not give up, and that's been one of the more redeeming things about following them this year, Toby. Regardless of the deficit, outside of a maybe a three-game skid at Texas Tech, or as Coach Hughes said in the pregame, it just seems like it was a Texas Tech team that just got hot and was hitting everything. This is an Oklahoma team that has not tapped out once this season. Well, that's going to be it for Dominic Moreno as Colt Bickerstaff comes to the plate. Two outs, runner at first. Bickerstaff will represent the tying run. But he's going to have to face a left-hander if Pete Hughes sticks with him. Tadlock out to the mound for the second time this inning. we got a pitching change. It's 8-6 to six, Texas Tech. And they've gone to the bullpen for their third pitcher of the day. It's Cameron Smith, a left-hander. Junior from Seabrook, Texas. A New Mexico Junior College product. Smith making his 22nd appearance, 19th in relief. He's got a 7-1 record and one save, 2.88 ERA. He has at times had command problems this year. 38 strikeouts, 22 walks. And he will face the left-handed hitting Colt Bickerstaff. Very interesting matchup here. They're going to stick with Bickerstaff, who has repeatedly had Good at bat after good at bat over the last three or four weeks of this season, including last time up when he worked a two-out walk in the seventh inning. 
Sooners have Sheldon Noisy at first. They've got a solo home run in this inning from Colby Carpenter. An RBI ground out by Sheldon Noisy. An RBI sack fly by Mac James. Needing two more. Bakerstaff represents the tying run. Smith ready in his first pitch. is swung on, pulled to first, but foul. 0-1. Bakerstaff has all kinds of power. I mean, silly power if you watch him in batting practice. He can hit it as far as anybody on this team. But to right field most of the time, which would be cutting into the wind today. The 0-1. Check swing. Pitch was outside. The appeal says he held up. One ball, one strike. Colt does not have a long ball this season. Noisy, a good lead at first. The pitch. Check swing. Pitch outside. Two and one. He just really has a good feel for the strike zone right now, Colt Bickerstaff does. If he can pass the baton, Anthony Hermelin would be next. The 2-1. Ball three. Well, they brought in the lefty Smith to face the lefty Bickerstaff. A right-hander on deck in Hermelin, but a lefty after him in Haley. The 3-1 to Bickerstaff is low ball four. Colts' second walk of the day, and the Sooners have two on. And now Anthony Hermelin represents the go-ahead run. Herm has base hits each of his last two times to the plate. Here comes Cody Thomas to pinch run for Colt Bickerstaff. Cody. <laughs> oh, Cody almost tripped over the top step, but... Uh, almost what? tripped. Okay, well, he did trip, but... Uh, We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He recovered. That was an athletic yeah. move, getting out of the dugout. He did not get tackled. <laughs> but, boy, what a day for Colt Bickerstaff. Came off as a pinch hitter. You see the respect from his teammates, everybody out of the dugout to meet him. Two really good at-bats for Colt Bickerstaff here this afternoon. And Cody Thomas, who can really run, represents the tying run at first base. If Anthony Hermelin can find a gap. Tyler Nesloni deep, deep in left. In fact, they're deep all the way around in the outfield. Two on, two outs. It's eight to six. First pitch to Herm. Outside a ball. Late game drama in a game in which, quite honestly, I didn't think we would have any today. I still look up at the scoreboard and marvel that it's only a two-run game based on the pace of this game today. What a rally from this team. The 1-0 to Herm. Breaking balls a strike. Does it appear that Garza will pitch the ninth? There is nobody in the pen right now unless uh, Ralph's going through his typical mid-inning routine, unless they've already decided to go with Kendall Ladd. It looks like it's going to be Ralph again. One ball, one strike. The pitch well outside, two and one. Ralph's not a guy that usually wraps his arm or does anything unique between innings anyway, so... He's standing up against the fencing instead of sitting back on the bench, so we'll see. Base hit here could make it a one-run game. Extra base hit here could tie it. Home run could put the Sooners on top. 
Two outs, bottom of the eighth. Sooners down two. The 2-1 to Anthony Hermelin. Time is called. It has been a subdued crowd today, partly because of the heat and partly because the local team has been well behind all day. I wouldn't say it has been worked into a frenzy, but they have come alive a bit. Smith ready, Hermelin ready. A glance at second. Runners fake a break. Line drive right field. This is going to be caught. In comes Steven Smith, and the inning is over. So the Sooners leave two. They get closer, though. They score three. And we head to the ninth. It's now 8-6, to six, Texas Tech. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic. Brought to you in part by... Don't feel like getting out to buy groceries? Let Homeland deliver to your door. Visit homelandstores.com for more details. Toby Rowland here for Covenant Roofing, a family-owned and operated business where you will receive quality products at an affordable price. The best roof for the least out-of-pocket expense. You need no money down when you choose Covenant Roofing. They have an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau and have received the Super Service Award from Angie's List every year. Call 405-720-6200 for a free estimate. You'll be happy you chose Covenant Roofing. We do it right the first time. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Maybe you had to walk away from the radio today because you were working or, come on, maybe a little honesty. Maybe you gave up on the Sooners. Welcome back. We're in the ninth. It is a two-run game. Texas Tech leads Oklahoma 8-6. to six. Now, we had theorized that Ralph Garza Jr. may return for the ninth inning, but Kendall Ladd is on the mound to start the ninth for the Sooners. This is the first time we've seen Kendall since his incredible performance in Tulsa on Saturday. His first Big 12 start got the win, took home a game ball as well, too. But interesting, Toby, there is no activity. Adam Choplick is up now. He's warming a little bit in the Sooner pin. But right before Kendall Ladd started his warm-up tosses, Jamie Pinzino walked out to third base and had a quick conversation with Sheldon Noisy. So maybe Sheldon is a guy we might see if the Sooners need an out. But regardless, trailing 8-6, to six, the Sooners look for a 1-2-3 inning from their senior, Kendall Ladd. Ladd gave up one run on two hits in five innings of work on Saturday night against the Cowboys. As Chris mentioned, picked up the win. Out there to try to keep it a two-run game. Here in the top of the ninth inning, he'll face third baseman Matt Broadbent. First pitch is a strike. Broadbent today is one for three. Single in the fifth. Eight runs, 13 hits for Tech. Broadbent, line drive toward the gap. Left center field, Aiken on the run. Won't get there, and it's by him. This will be extra bases. Broadbent into second. He'll stop there with the fourth leadoff double of the day for Texas Tech. In the previous three, by the way, only once... Has that guy scored? In the third inning, Nesloni let off with a double, didn't score. In the eighth inning, Proudfoot let off with a double, didn't score. Now that's not right. He did score. I meant correction. They've scored two of the three times today. And here with Devin Conley, an excellent bunner at the plate, you expect a sacrifice. 14th hit for the Red Raiders. The pitch is outside. 
Herm was crashing from first. Conley showed bunt. Sooners have six runs on 12 hits. OU will bring Haley, Carpenter, and Neal to the plate in the bottom of the ninth, and hopefully more. Runner at second, nobody out. The pitch, Conley pops up the bunt, foul territory. Neal dives, but he can't get there. Very good effort, one and one. Winner advances to another elimination game at 7 p.m. tomorrow night against either Oklahoma State or Texas. If Oklahoma loses, season over. If Texas Tech loses, they'll await the NCAA selection show. One ball and one strike to Conley. Ladd comes set. The pitch, high, ball two. Floyd on deck, Proudfoot after him. This is the bottom of the Tech batting order. Conley, the seven-hole hitter and center fielder. He's 0 for 4 today, but does have an RBI on a sacrifice fly back in the first inning. Two balls, one strike. The pitch, not bunting. Ball three. Sooner shallow in the outfield. Three and one to Conley. He didn't show bunt last time. Ladd looks at second and the pitch. Not bunting, ball four. So a double and a walk and the Red Raiders have two on and nobody out. See catcher Tyler Floyd is sacrificed. Only one sack bunt on the year for Floyd. By the way, the Colby Carpenter home run brought to you by Deep South Equipment. The deep ball brought to you all year long by Deep South Equipment. First pitch from Ladd to Floyd. He does show bunt, bunts it back to the mound. Hard spin. Ladd throws the third, and they got it. Nice job. One out. They cut down the lead runner, Broadbent, at third. Conley moves to second. Floyd will be the runner at first. That ball was bunted, but back to the mound and hard enough that Ladd took a chance and it paid off. And the communication was great from the dugout to Sheldon as well, too, letting Kendall know as soon as he fielded it, he had a play at third. Kendall threw a strike. Proudfoot has hits each of his last two times up. He's two for four. Singled and scored in the sixth, doubled and scored in the eighth. And Ladd looks Conley back at second. First and second, one out now. That was a big out. Adam Choplick begins to throw in the Sooner bullpen. The pitch, breaking ball high. A game that started at 12.32, almost three hours old as we play at 3.28 in the afternoon here in downtown OKC. The 1-0, lined foul and out of play into the upper deck. Sooners have three outs remaining in their season. 
if they cannot score at least two runs at the bottom of the ninth. They have shown offense, though, here late in this game. One in the fifth, two in the sixth, three in the eighth. The pitch, breaking ball is high. Two and one to Proudfoot. With Stephen Smith on deck. Would love to keep it a two-run game. That way, if you can get one guy on, you can bring the tying run to the plate. Breaking ball smashed into left field. Charging James. They will hold the runner at third. And the bases are loaded with one out. That ball was hit so hard that Conley, even though he can fly, was held up at third. Ball got to Mack very quickly. And now big troubles. Bases loaded one out for the Tech leadoff man, Stephen Smith. Toby, I want to clarify something, too. I said good call by the bench. That was all Dylan Neal. You could, you could tell in his cadence there, making sure that Sheldon cut the ball, and they didn't let the ball roll into the plate. He was the one that was telling Kendall to make the play at third on the previous bunt. Uh, Dylan Neal doing a good job of communicating behind the plate. Smith one for three with two runs scored on the day. Sooners need a double play right here. The pitch is a strike. Kendall has a knack for inducing double plays because of that cutter that bites down into the dirt. Dylan Neal's got to be aware here of the wild pitch possibility. Ahead of the count, no balls, one strike. The pitch outside. Conley at third, Floyd at second, Proudfoot at first. Only one out here in the ninth. Ladd comes set. The 1-1. Fastball. Strike two on the outside corner. Smith, a right-handed hitter, taps the base twice. Windmills the bat, now waves it low and waits for Kendall Ladd's 1-2 offering. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Two out. Strikeouts brought to you by Fowler Volkswagen. That was a big one. And Bryant Burleson will bat now. Bases loaded two away. He got him on a slider off the plate. And Smith waved at. Don't sleep on this guy. Burleson RBI singles each of the last two times up. He's a 300 hitter. Second baseman. Ladd kicks and fires, fastballs low. 8-6 Red Raiders, top nine. Ladd glances at third. The 1-0. Ball two. That one upstairs. The 2-0 to Burleson. Fastball right down Reno. 2-1. Ladd trying to get out of a ninth-inning jam. A leadoff double, a walk, a single, but nobody scored yet, and there's two outs. 
The 2-1. High, ball three. Wait, when Kendall is in mid-motion, he really gives a long look to third, doesn't he? I don't know if I've noticed that before. Mid-motion, he'll stare down third base. Nesloni on deck. Burleson should get a pretty good pitch to hit right here. Bases loaded. The 3-1 is a strike. Three and two. He wasn't swinging. And the lad laid one in at 88. Burleson took it. And they'll all be running now. 3-2, two, two outs, two run game. Bases jammed. There they go. The pitch is swung on, off the fist, fouled, and out of play. It got into the first row behind the tarp. At first base, Anthony Hermlin gave it a chase. And we'll have to do the 3-2 again. Runners from first and second left way early that time. Kendall Ladd's got a, anything clever in his back pocket. There they go again. The pitch again is swung on it, fouled back again. And Burleson's not making this easy. We've seen a combined 14 runs and 27 hits in this game. It's about what you expect when Oklahoma and Texas Tech get together, two of the better offensive teams in the Big 12. Sooners trying to keep it a two-run deficit. The 3-2 for the third time. Swung on, popped him up, first base side, foul territory. Hermelin sees it, reaches, can't get there. He was looking back up into the sun, and the ball hit off the tarp and bounded into the seats. He didn't see it until late, and then when he did, couldn't quite reach it in time. A ball that could have been playable if Hermelin had seen it from the get-go. But instead, we will do a 3-2 pitch for the fourth time to Bryant Burleson. Lad rocks and fires. Swung on, popped up, same side again, but this will definitely get into the bleachers. Kendall Ladd has laid fastball after fastball in there, and Burleson keeps fouling him off. A battle extraordinaire. Here it comes for the fifth time. Popped him up, same side again, foul territory again. Hermelin won't get there again. This time it's into the first row behind the dugout, and a fan makes a nice catch. He has fouled off five straight, 3-2 pitches. Burleson now steps out. Back in. Runners will be off. The pitch swung on, popped up high left field, hooking toward the stands on the line. Mac James can. He got it. He caught it. Down the line in foul territory. Mac James caught it, and the inning is over. Oh, mercy. Nobody in the crowd could see if he caught it or not. That's why there was a delayed reaction. He caught it up against the wall down the left field line, just between the stands. And the foul line. And Kendall Ladd and the Sooners escape the top of the ninth without damage done. We go to the bottom. Sooners need two to tie, three to win. Hunter Haley, Colby Carpenter, Dylan Neal do up. That's seven, eight, and nine. 
if anybody reaches Craig Aiken. Oklahoma has been valiant today after falling down 4 nothing, 5 to 1, 5 to nothing, 7 to 1. They have clawed, scratched, climbed back to within two. It's 8 to 6. First pitch to Haley. Hit him. He hit him on the first pitch of the bottom of the ninth. And Hunter Haley is aboard, and Colby Carpenter strides to the plate representing the tying run. Carpenter, last time up, hit a home run way out of here to left to lead off the eighth. The Texas Tech bullpen scurries. Two right-handers warming. The pitch is a strike, a fastball at 82. Cameron Smith on the mound. Thin left-hander. The 0-1, the sophomore from Waco, Texas. Swung on, pulled foul, 0-2. Colby Carpenter represents the tying run here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Sooners trying to avoid elimination on this Thursday afternoon in the Big 12 tournament. Behind in the count, two strikes. Cameron Smith kicks and fires. Pulled left side and into left field. It's a seeing eye single. Haley will stop at second. Here we go. First and second, nobody out. Dylan Neal Button here, you think? Craig Aiken is on deck, who has singles each of his last three times up. It would be lefty versus lefty. Boy, this is an interesting call. You hate to give up an out when you're down two. Neal had an infield single last time up. But you would, and he's a very good bunner. You would love, Chris, to see Aiken come up with a chance to tie this game if they would pitch to him. You would think they would with a lefty on the mound. It's a great question. What do you think? Well, Pete Hughes hasn't gone through any signs yet. Just stared down at second base, so... I don't know if he's not just going to let Dylan Neal hit away here. He may be thinking, let's try to win this thing. Two on, nobody out, bottom of the ninth. Broadbent in at third, and the cutout. Creeping in Gutierrez from first. Haley dancing around at second. The pitch, Neal does show bunt, but he takes it high for a ball. He has the entire left side of the infield open if he wants it. Broadbent's playing tight to the line at third and in. Second, or shortstop, Proudfoot, playing close to the bag at second. Go Butcher Boy on this thing, and the bases would be loaded. He does square again. Spin, and they look Haley back at second as Proudfoot had snuck back in behind him, but he wasn't far enough off. Don't go getting picked off now, Hunter. Gutsy, gutsy effort here today. Sooners desperately trying to keep playing. The pitch, bunted foul. Neil bunted it off himself, one and one. Dylan Neal with three sack bunts on the year. He had one in the fourth inning last night against Oklahoma State. 
Pete Hughes trying to move the tying runs into scoring position for his red-hot leadoff man. Neil Square scoots up in the box. And Smith, for the third time, will step off and look at second. This has gone from a yawner to a fascinating baseball game. Now well over three hours. The pitch. Neal takes it way outside. Ball two. He was bunning. Pete Hughes took a long look out at the scoreboard before he gave the signs. See if the bunt's still on with this 2-1 count. Bill and Neal having a very good at bat here. Haley at second, Carpenter at first. Nobody out. Neal squares the 2-1. Bunnett, third base side and a good one. Charging Broadbent, throws out. Sack bunt successful. And the Sooners have him at second and third with one out. You could not draw up a more perfect sack bunt than what Dylan Neal just laid down, and the crowd roars with approval. The dugout all meets him as he walks down the step. What a big-time play from the Sooner senior catcher. And now Tim Tadlock has an interesting decision because Craig Aiken is a left-handed hitter, Cameron Smith a left-handed pitcher. Aiken, though, is hitting over 500 his last 11 games, three for five today, two of those hits off a lefty. Will he pitch to him? The first pitch is swung on and missed. A sweeping breaking ball for strike one. Lorenzana on deck. Sooner's got two cracks to tie it here. Haley at third, Carpenter at second. Sooner's down 8-6. The pitch swung on, bloop. Shallow left field. It's a base hit. In the score, Haley. They are holding up Carpenter at third, and it's 8-7. The fourth consecutive hit for Craig Aiken. And the Sooners are within one. Oh, mama. Left fielder Zach Davis, who came in defensively in this inning for Tyler Nesloni, got to that ball quickly. And with only one out of the inning, Hughes slammed the brakes on Colby Carpenter. And honestly, I think it was a good call. With only one out, and Hector Lorenzana coming to the dish, Aiken's a tough guy to double up, Chris. You would hate to have a runner thrown out at home. Pete's a pretty aggressive coach as it is, so I think it's the right call in this situation with just one out. We've been fortunate. Brendan Flint's down here in the uh, dugout with us. Toby, 26 for his last 51 for Craig Aiken. The man's on fire right now. Yeah, fire doesn't describe it. I think He's you're engulfed right. in flames. First and third, one out, double play, ends it for Tech. Base hit, ties it for OU. Double could win it for the Sooners. Lorenzana singled last time up, two hits today, swings and misses at a breaking ball, strike one. 8-7, Texas Tech, bottom nine. Isn't this how it's supposed to be? Two, your three best hitters in Aiken, Lorenzana, and Noisy down the stretch, giving you the opportunity to tie and possibly win the game. Noisy on deck. And Smith steps off. There have been righties warming. Tim Tadlock apparently has decided to let Smith have it. Despite the fact the Sooners have a parade of right-handed bats coming up now. The 0-1. Inside, he hit him. 
And the bases are loaded. And Sheldon Noisy with a chance to play hero. Bases loaded, one out. The thing that does put into play now for Tech, though, two things. One, Lorenzana, an easier guy to double up. And the force play now is set up at home. But the tying run is now at second base. Excuse me. The winning run is now at second base with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. And here comes Tim Tadlock. He may have seen enough. No indication yet. I don't know how you can stay with Smith. They've had a couple of guys that have been up and down in the pin, and now he's made, well, I believe he's made an indication. He's letting the first base umpire know. He's trying to tell him which right-hander he there wants, go. so we got a pitching change. High drama, downtown Oklahoma City. Bases loaded, one out, bottom of the ninth. Sooners have scored one. They're down one. It's eight to seven. At one point, they trailed this game seven to one. They've scored two in the sixth, three in the eighth, one so far in the ninth. Tech has gone to the bullpen to call upon Dalton Brown, a right-hander, 6'3", 245 sophomore from Ponder, Texas. Brown making his 15th appearance of the year. He's 2-0 with a save and a 4.05 ERA. Opponents hitting 2-11 off of him. He's got 17 strikeouts and 11 walks in 20 innings. And he will face... Big 12 freshman of the year, Sheldon Noisy. A fly ball here ties it. A base hit wins it. Carpenter at third. Aiken at second. Lorenzana at first. A double play could end it for the Red Raiders. In this inning, Hunter Haley got hit by a pitch to start it. Carpenter followed that with a single to left. Dylan Neal bunted him up. Greg Aiken drove in a run with a blooping base hit to left field. Lorenzana then hit by a pitch. And that's where we are. Bases jammed, one out. 8-7 Tech. Brown v. Noisy. Sheldon one for five today. The pitch. Swung on, line drive, right field at the base hit. Carpenter scores. Aiken being waved home. Throw to the plate is... And that in time, he's safe. Sooners win it. Sooners win it. Sooner magic in downtown Oklahoma City. And they're dogpiling to the right of the mound. Craig Aiken slid around the tag of catcher Tyler Floyd. A two RBI single. Take me through the slide, Craig. Uh, just had to get around the catcher right there. Trying to block the play, but um, no avail. How crazy is this comeback? Unbelievable. Sooner Magic lives as Sheldon Noisy gives the hug. Sheldon, take us to that last at bat. Oh, man, I was just coming in and just looking for something over the plate that I can drive, and I got a slider away, and I just went with it and just did what I could. This team never gives up, do they? Never, ever. Good luck tomorrow, man. Thank you. Toby. Unbelievable. The season's not over yet, folks. The Sooners live to play another day. A three-run bottom of the ninth inning. And the kid is the hero. Sheldon Noisy, the two RBI base hit to win it. And Craig Aiken, a brilliant slide at home. The throw beat him to the plate. But he slid headfirst around the tag of Tyler Floyd. And Oklahoma wins it 9-8. to eight. Oh, mama. This has been a classic college game on the Sooner Sports Network. 
The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.